smooth as silk. Oh, have we started? <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> oh, good, just in time for the garbage truck to roll outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodco Internet Radio. Not only do we not know what we're doing, we don't know what we're called. I said Smodco Internet Radio Show, this morning show, Tuesday, West Coast Edition. Put on your headphones. <laughs> you actually God didn't say that. Why? You're not going to play any stingers. Um, sure, I will. I'm there's one happening there's right one now. Happening right now. You're I, missing it. I good morning, it. everybody. I'm not gonna Welcome fall for to that. the show. <laughs> uh, it's Bill and Emily and Marty here in the dog house. Is that what dog we pound? The oh, dog that's taken by the Cleveland Browns. So yeah, yeah. That's what that's what people care about. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> um, well, they made a movie about it. Draft Day, starring Kevin Costner, Dennis Leary, and Jennifer Garner. Are you in it? No, not I, I don't have a good enough agent. <laughs> not going to see it. I tried. Did you really? Uh, I mentioned to my team that... Well, I was going to write something. I mentioned to my team that uh, there was a film shooting in Cleveland, but it didn't go anywhere. I have a team. That's, yeah. Yeah, I have to cut them lots of checks. (laughs) Don't they just take it before they even see it? It depends. Um, And I'm actually confused by the system. Sometimes the the checks come right to me. Agents and managers. Yeah, uh, sometimes the checks come right to me. Sometimes I go to them. And this last residual check I got came to me from SAG, which is super confusing. Hmm. Take it and run. Yeah. Uh, good morning, guys. We are missing Steve today. He had a last-minute call. We're missing Dan because he is in um, Vancouver, Canada. Was Steve here last time? Yeah. Oh. Emily, what happened to you last week? Oh, St. Patrick's Day happened to me. Girl can't hold her leg. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I really... <laughs> hey, what was that? <laughs> I just wanted to play that because it's... Because you say, I don't play stingers in there. I just did. <laughs> yeah, but that was supposed to... That's not even the right placement for I, that stinger. Uh, damn it. I can't James, win with you. DJ James. Speaking of which, we, we might have Where a special guest soon. Um, we'll call in. Uh, we'll call him in a bit. Um, and if you just... If you happen to be listening on to the, the Smodcast stream and you're like, who the fuck are these guys? We are just some guys who... who just hijack the stream and just speak for two hours of nonsense until they turn us off, um, which they don't do nearly enough. The other day uh, in Albuquerque, mm. how long did you live we in Albuquerque? We made a stop in Albuquerque. What song? Anybody? Anybody know that song? Uh, it's got to be the band or Golden Earring or some, some other uh, useless it's thing. It's Train Kept a Rolling as covered by Aerosmith. Okay. You fucks. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was there for three years. Yeah, did you like it? I loved it, yeah. Well, Do you like Aerosmith, especially the early material? Nope. Ooh. Not really an Aerosmith guy. No- Ooh, I'm on an island of awesomeness. I mean, I just like yeah, Sweet Emotion. That's about it. Uh, they got so- some great cuts. No more, no more. You got to get toys in the attic. Back in the saddle? Oh, that's Fuck's a- sake. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so the other day in, in Albuquerque, the police a- approached this man, uh, James Boyd, who was illegally camping. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And he had history of mental illness, and, um, but he was more or less compliant. They talked to him for three hours, and then he finally agreed to follow them, and, and you know, he was to be arrested. Uh, and this was all being filmed with a helmet cam. And so he starts backing up, and he's, he goes to get his things. And they've, he's surrounded by cops and a police dog, and they're pointing guns at him. Why? Why and are guns even out of the holsters is the question. Yeah. What else are you going to do in Albuquerque? And, and so then they hit him with, uh, when he went to get his stuff, they shot him uh, a flash grenade at him. 
And then they release the police dog, and he starts freaking out, and he reaches for a knife. And they're, they're like, you know, 20 feet away, 30 feet away. And then, uh, then they grab the dog, and they shoot him multiple times. They shoot him three times. And then he's down on the ground, and he's still holding the knife, and he, but he's not moving. And then they shoot him again. Holy shit. And, uh, and now he's dead. And so the Albuquerque Police Department, they came, the, the police chief came up and said uh, that it was justified. That's the only part of the story that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, if you yeah. give a bunch of cops a bunch of toys, like mm-hmm. guns and stun guns and dogs and flash grenades, and you expect them to sit around and not use them, you're an idiot. But if you say it's justified, it's a tragedy. Uh, right. Right. So, the, like, you know, you could say that these cops were totally aggro, um, but here's the thing. <laughs> you the, could say that, yeah. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but the, I, I don't think that's necessarily true. The, the Albuquerque Police Department, since 2012, has, uh, has shot 25 suspects, 17 fatal, which is 11 more. Um, yeah, and that was just in 2012. And so they've shot more people than the NYPD has. And Albuquerque is, you know, one sixteenth the size of. of so they're just New York trying City. to maintain the top spot. Well, <laughs> it's a numbers I think game. It's a the the police chief there has or whatever. There's a, a a culture of of violence of these militarized police mm-hmm. that have are um, where they. Do you need flash grenades in Albuquerque? Uh, is it, do you really I mean, need a flash grenade? Now I, I haven't been to Albuquerque. Maybe it's a much no, more violent. No, you don't need flash grenades. And I don't. I don't want law enforcement to be unprotected. But the worst thing grenades? about Albuquerque is the drunk driving, and like that, they're really rigorous about that. Like everybody you know has a, a DUI if you're from Albuquerque. I mean, what else are you going to do there besides drink and illegally camp? Right. You know? Well, you know, Isn't that's there what a you do. Hockey I mean, team? Flash. Grenades, like that's what you knew. That's what you use for like SWAT teams and yeah. and hostage situations and terrorists. Yeah. Calm and down, shit. he's camping. Yeah. yeah, guys, we're getting an illegal camper. Okay, hang on, let me get my flash grenades. Yeah, uh, maybe leave the fl- flash grenades at the office and just yeah. And and the thing is, like, on. they could have tased him. They mm-hmm. could have. He was ready to come come down with them, right? You know, and they their fingers are on the trigger, and that's but that's how they're trained to do it. You know, so it has it. There's some mandate from above that is causing this to happen, or there's something in the selection process of officers, or I don't something. think that's true. I think that it, this is like because it's it's epi- it, there's a, sort of an epidemic of these shootings going on um, ever since, and I think it you know there's the the um, fruit Fruitvale Station fruit, uh, the, uh, that wasn't in Albuquerque. Yeah, you know, that was in Oakland, uh, where a cop you know had a, a suspect on the ground and. Shot him like the guy was pinned down. Like shot assassinated him. him. Yeah, that's an assassination. Yeah, and but see, he, you know, I and I believe that it was a, a panicked at, attack. You know, a panicked reaction. I don't think he intended to do it, but mm-hmm. the fact that something escalated to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, the the kid was unarmed, and um, in just this past month in South Carolina, there was uh, Terry Knox was shot multiple t- shot at multiple times, was hit once at a traffic stop because. He got out of his car and was reached for his cane. Right. And then the cop, the, the uh, state trooper thought he was reaching for a gun and just shot him. The guy was 70 years old and Jeez. probably had, you know, probably wasn't acting correctly, you know, getting out of his car. Right. Mm-hmm. But suspicious. Th- that's fine. Behavior. Your reaction shouldn't be, 
shoot five times at him. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. The camper in Albuquerque and the 70-year-old man reaching for his cane, were they white or black? Or uh, they're Asian both white. Or? Both white. Both white. In fact, the, the, the end is nigh, my friends. The state trooper. <laughs> Even we're not safe anymore. Yeah. The state trooper who uh, shot him was black. Uh, and then in Ah, ju- retribution. In January. In North Tables Car- have turned. In North Carolina. Now you've got the Kung Pao chicken. Just ignore him. <laughs> yeah, I, I try. Uh, in North Carolina, the police, the, this uh, couple, uh, stepfather and, and mother, they had a, a schizophrenic son, 18. And he was having an episode, wouldn't take his medication. Mm-hmm. They called the police. Uh, and then the two policemen had him restrained. A third policeman arrived on the scene. And one report says that he said, we don't have time for this, and shot the boy. Oh. Killed him. And uh, there are conflicting reports as to exactly what happened. But point being is, at one point he said, we don't have time for this. And at another point, he shot the kid. The kid is dead. The, <sighs> like, you know, the parents called the police for help. Right. And that I don't think that was the help they the were parents whose taxes pay the policemen's wages. And so, you know, the, on one end we have the the police who uh, they're looking out for their own, and they're have heavily scrutinized ever since Rodney King. You know, everybody's got these cell phone cameras, and so they're they're always the first thing they say is when they're arresting somebody is stop resisting because they don't know if they're being seen or not. Mm-hmm. So by saying that they're covering their ass, like, well, right. he was resisting. Couldn't you hear me say he stop resisting? And Something they should have been saying anyway, but... Right. Uh, if they hadn't, I don't know. Maybe they had. Um, and then the other hand, on the other end of things, you've got a lot of you know, criminals out there with guns, and, and you don't, right. don't want to take I, I don't chances. mean to demonize the police at all no. in, in taking a side. I would be... I'd be terrible. I mean, I'm not trained, and there's a reason I'm not a policeman, but I would think it would be nerve-wracking. You, you would feel like every time you got in the squad car, your life was... At right. risk, right? So you, and especially if you're a family man, if you're, you know, if you've got a beautiful wife to come home to, you, you've got, you want to protect that that life, um, as well as do your duty. And yeah, exactly. But the and your duty is to protect and serve. And protecting mm-hmm. is not shooting some, right. you know, mentally disturbed child or what? Well, he's eighteen, but. Anyhow, uh, I remember when I was a kid and I knew a police officer, she came to our school a lot and she was on the force for like 30 years and you know, every, she carried a gun and as high school kids, we all wanted to know, oh, have you ever shot anybody? And she said, she said, we don't even draw our guns unless like it, it takes a lot to make them even draw their guns. She said she'd maybe drawn her gun twice after being on the force for 30 years. And right. it's like you, that's, it's such a last resort it Such a last resort. Well, so the fact that, that they that... even had the guns on this guy that they didn't even know was right. armed, he was armed with a knife. Right. And see, that's the difference. Like when I think that this is a, a recent development of this, the militariz- militarization of the police. I think it's. I think it all feeds into something I think we've discussed at length on the show before, but the culture of fear mm. that sort of is gripped. It's, it's this post post patriot act, you know. Um, yeah. Reaction. And there's a, and you know the the sort of modern. The modern media version of, of the news, which is very, which is scare tactics, which is sound bites, small clips, well, short things that just, it's a, that, that it's fear mongering and it's, it's happening a, on both sides, but it, it's it, a post 9 11 world in that sense. And I see my family members becoming, I don't, I, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but I definitely have seen, have noticed yeah. a, uh, a paranoia set in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, remember um, when that, and it's one, new, it's that, not. It's One cop used to uh, in L.A. He, you know, he went on that shooting rampage and he mm-hmm. holed up in the mountains. There were the two women who were driving a similar vehicle that was reported. They were develop, 
delivering newspapers, mm-hmm. and they happened to be driving a similar car. Police shot 103 bullets into their car. <gasps> While they were in it? While they were in it, because they thought Fuck. it was him. But, like, you know, it was two Latino okay? women, and uh, they, no, one of, they were... Probably quite sh- dead. They were wounded, and they... Oh. Yeah, they were offered four point two million dollars as a settlement, but not enough. No, that yeah. seems efficient. That seems like a really um, efficient police force. Yeah, and three bullets, zero hits. So <laughs> and we're out four point two million. So if we think of, of this as like, okay, this is the great post, business model. This is the post nine eleven world that we're living in, um, where we have to be hyper vigilant, and you know we need the police to be really reactive. Okay, how many ter- terrorist attacks have we had since nine eleven, and how many people have been shot and killed in? instances like this but it's also like the terrorist attack like the 9-11 was so out of the blue yes and it's yeah but you know like it was it was people that we never thought would get to us in a way we was it was quite frankly very creative and uh you know it was it was and everything we're talking about is completely domestic run-of-the-mill stuff that we've been dealing with since citizens killing citizens yeah, like I, I don't think nine eleven is a good re- like. Sure, nine eleven was scary as shit, but it's like it has nothing to do. It had nothing to do with uh, with you know civilian disturbances. Yeah, nothing. But that's that's the effect of that attack. Uh, that's how effective that attack has been. Is that how many years later and, and now we have stop and, and got, frisk in got New a York, per- a, a per- not permanent but a very significant and tangible cultural shift where we're yeah. violent towards each other we're suspicious of each other right. we're not living free we're not living clear-headedly that that's how effective that attack has been it's not mm-hmm. the people who died on the day or right. who died subsequently right. or the year or two afterwards where everyone was freaked out mm-hmm. or every every single thing that happens is is it is it, are we are we under attack are we under attack and it's it's a it's constant it's a very effective and tactic it, but this is specific to the united states yeah and this is related to the the bastardization of the Second Amendment and a lot of right wing nonsense. And you know, to give some perspective, Chris Brown uh, he tweeted that in Saskatoon, the police just got tasers in December, and the first one was used last week, and it was like a lead news story there. Yeah, and then uh, Darren mentions in 2012, the German police fired a total of 36 bullets. Yeah, not 36 dead. Right. 36 actual bullets fired. So it, it is those a, are the Germans. These people bake Jews for a living. They only fired 36 <laughs> oh bullets. Oh, God. What is wrong with you, Phil? They gave the Zenon. Yeah, you owe the Germans. They're good. Danke. Uh-huh. Und Ihnen. Um, so anyhow, that, that's where we are in, in this world. Um, where did you do your partying for uh, New Year's? Uh, for New Year's St. Patty's Day. Uh, in, in my house, liver. we had some friends over. And what did you play were you the fiddle? I did. I did play the fiddle. Oh, good. Did mm-hmm. you do an Irish jig and reel? Uh, uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I wanna play the fiddle. And uh-huh. what were you drinking? It was a That's clash reference, in case you were wondering, whiskey. everybody. Whiskey. Oh, Jameson's? Uh, no. It's uh, just bullet. Jameson. Not Jameson. All right. Sorry. You didn't drink Irish whiskey? You drank bourbon? Kentucky yeah. bourbon? Yeah. Because we're in America. Because I uh, I just drank what they brought me. Oh, nice. oh, I see. Um, so any yeah, I don't know how to resolve this thing. It, I think it's, it has to be a slow shift. Uh, less <laughs> flash grenades, less flash grenades. But see, Fewer flash at least grenades. a flash grenade isn't going to kill you. Rubber yeah. bullets or no bullets at all. Keep keep it in your holster. I think there should be a serious. I think any time a cop pulls his gun, you need to say 
you need to justify why you did that. Right. I, I think that's true. That 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 would be like good. that's like you know samurais. Samurais back in the I don't know any samurais back actually. in the not day. I'm not, they I'm not personally familiar with where any samurais. They would never draw their sword unless the intent was to kill somebody. It's like you 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 never used it to threaten right. somebody or to try to like maintain control. Don't draw like a gun unless you intend to kill, use it. Used it if someone was going to die. Don't yeah. draw a gun unless you intend to use it. So if you step out of your car with a gun drawn, it's like, well, this. If you step out of your car with a cane, right? Yeah. You better be prepared to pull the fucking trigger on that cane. This is a self fulfilling prophecy right here. Yeah. Um, oh, Peter U.S. W. police has killed over 5,000 civilians since 9-11. I wonder if that's true. Good God. Yeah, Darren could totally be making up all this stuff. No, Darren <laughs> is, he is our resident fact checker. He also mans our Tumblr, which is at tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. And you can tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty and email. We've gotten some uh, emails into the mail sack, but you can still join the uh, party there at Nooner podcast at gmail.com uh, because everything matches. It still doesn't seem like there's as big a stink when the police kill somebody as the whole like Trayvon Martin thing. You know, like it was a civilian killing another civilian for a stupid well, That's the end reason. of the, that's the apocalypse right there. Yeah. I'd rather the problem be that our police force is too aggressive and let's address that rather than we're all killing each other all the time. Hmm. Yeah, I reckon so. But it's like, if you can't call the police to, you know, help you if your 18-year-old schizophrenic son is out of control without having him be killed, like, what, what the fuck right. are we supposed to do? Shoot each other. Yeah. Um, are you guys ready for a phone interview? By the way, guys, I had a really, really uh, hectic week, so I was unable to um, set up the next uh, dedicated episode, but that will happen next week. So uh, I failed again. Shocker! Yeah, <laughs> we, need a, we need a Marty failed stinger. Oh god, that would, then that would just be two hours. <laughs> that would like, be a loop. Yeah, we just oh. need the the Price is Right horn. <laughs> That's impossible to get find that on the internet. Um, all right, I'm going to make a phone call, here, guys. So just bear with me. I think um, he means vamp. Oh, is that what we're supposed to do? Or we can make up a Marty's dialing. Beep boop boop beep boop boop boop. That's the way the phone goes. Beep boop pop pop beep pop pop pop. That's the way the phone goes. Beep pop boop pop beep pop pop pop. That's no, he's not even dialing. He's just watching us. Oh wait, are you hearing? Oh, it's ringing. I'm not hearing anything. I hear. I heard one very faintly. I don't hear anything. Hello. Oh shit! Hold on. No. To the surprise of no one, this is not working. There uh, it is. <laughs> are you there, James? Hello? Damn it. I, too, prefer oh, cider, oh. Michael Binhack. Oops. Yes, but you're Damn a woman. It. Okay. <laughs> what That's are you trying expect- to say? Right. Is that what better? Are you trying that Michael Binhack is a pussy. Damn it. Okay, I'm getting putting <laughs> Just you kidding. I'm, I'm going to stop berating our, um, All right. our listeners. That's not really working. Hey, James. How are you? Good, how are you? DJ James! DJ James! It is. How are you? We're okay. We're good. Marty, I'm taking a picture of how badly Marty is fucking this up right now. We, <laughs> we miss your skill with technology. No, actually, this method is was taught to me by James. I don't believe that. <laughs> well, I... I happened to uh, catch the uh, the opening, which was, was as smooth as, uh, you know... Cottage cheese. <laughs> the Tuesday morning can be. <laughs> and, uh, 
And I believe I uh, caught something about baking juice. So uh, apparently I'm well, that was me. a correct show. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just respecting the format, not disrespecting the Jewish people or the Germans. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. This is getting worse. Uh, we've been great. We've, we've definitely missed your technical expertise as well as your warm embrace. But uh, just remind everybody where you are right now. Um, well, I'm actually uh, just launching, getting ready to, to launch the show in its new uh, incarnation, uh, The Breaks. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been working hard on, on uh, putting together new stuff and kind of wrapping up the production on it, but... Uh, you know, when you when you ramp things up, it takes a lot more work. So I've just been working hard on creating new content for people. And how are things in Sacramento? How are you, how are you, you guys doing? Good, good. Sacramento. I mean, I'm from here, so you know, it's not like it's a, a brand new world or anything. But <laughs> it uh, it definitely is um, a lot less hectic for me up here um, now that I don't have. To worry about that club, oh right, and having having to work there, uh, you know, pretty much every waking moment. <laughs> right, right. Oh well, that's great. And um, and Marilyn's doing well. Marilyn is doing well. Yes, she uh, she's enjoying uh, being up here as well. I mean, we're really uh, really happy with with uh, getting away from everything. And, and uh, apparently, we got her got her just in time. I heard you guys had an earthquake the other day. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty minor, and it's not like you Says don't get... You. <laughs> I was dead... Anyway, that's another story for another time. Wait, what, you were what? No, I'll no. tell you the story later. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell us now. No, I'll tell you later. All right. Well, Emily's um, really not sharing today, uh, but... Uh, so, <laughs> when when can we expect to uh, hear the next The Breaks, then? Um, I'm actually... Uh going to have another uh, special episode because I just released one uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, it's called Deep in the Crate. It's actually kind of a, a spinoff from The Breaks and, uh, and Soul Sunday, my other show. So it's, uh, it's kind of a, a retrospective on what I just kind of dig basically deep in the crate and talk about some old, good old uh, records that, you know, vinyl records that the kids sample from and don't even know the names of the people they sampled from. So I kind of educate people on uh, where some of those good old-fashioned breaks and such come from. Nice, nice. And that's on this that's on uh, this Modco website? Uh, that one will be, uh, this special one that I released uh, last week or so, um, actually will eventually here get uploaded to uh, Smodco as well as um, iTunes and you know the rest of them. But uh, pretty much the breaks will stay on uh, Smodcast. It's still on Smodcast. Um, and Soul Sunday and uh, Deep in the Crates will be uh, on my Ustream, my Jam Master Live Ustream channel, as well as my YouTube channel. Nice. Well, J- James, I just want you to know this whole time Marty's been trying to figure out how to do this better. How to get this phone call to work better, and he just—it's working. Just it's so fine. fun to watch. <laughs> I wish you could see it. Uh, no, I—you're I, coming in clear as a bell. Damn it! Uh, yeah. Uh, see, I was trying to hook up the phone with with wires, but I think your method of just putting the phone up to the microphone is much better because uh, it's it's working like a charm. <laughs> because that at least is working. Yeah. 
Uh, and next, I'm telling you, man, the speakerphone, the speakerphone method works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who cares about digital fidelity? Um, well, you know, we're if ever you make it down back down here to visit, you have to come into the studio. Well, studio. Yeah, let's let's it's not a, be that generous. Into it's a kitchen into the dog-haired filled kitchen and join us. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and, and play some stingers. Marty won't play any stingers, or at least he won't play them on time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've ended up having to just sing all the stingers because Marty never plays them. Maybe I do that just because I like to hear you guys sing. You ever think of that? Not once. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly will. Uh, you know, be down there uh, from time to time, and I definitely will give you guys a call and okay. try to make sure that I'm there for. Uh, you know, this morning show, and, um, and we'll keep checking in. Well, as I'm, I'm still working out my, that's why I've had to do this kind of a lot of canned uh, content. Is I'm still working out technical issues. You remember about a year ago, uh, the infamous lost episode of this morning? Oh yeah. Well, as I uh, had tweeted out that I was getting ready to go all to the wall live uh, with the breaks and everything else. My other laptop decided to go ahead and burn out on me. Uh. <laughs> so, so I've been going through, that's kind of been a, a, a bit of an uphill battle uh, since I've gotten up here. Is I, I'm having to, you know, rectify these tech issues. In the see, I wonder what that's like. Yeah, see guys, it's not that easy to man the boards. <laughs> it, you know, even the master has his uh, hiccups, so, you know, right. ease up on me, guys. But he's also boarding the man, which you don't ever do. No, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I see you've been on Craigslist this morning. <laughs> uh, yeah! Oh, wait, uh, I, I've got a stinger for that. Uh, 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 don't don't worry, James, it's going to take, go. take a while. Here we go. Oh, God. Uh. Oh, so, so timely. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Well, James, Don't thank worry. We can fix it in post. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll just... It'll be instantaneous. There's post? Uh, yeah. There is when Marty forgets to hit record and we have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that happened a couple weeks ago. Strange definition of yeah, post. I, I ran out of room on my recorder and we had to record the entire second half of the show again. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Speaking of which, are you recording this? I believe so. <laughs> Yes, 26 minutes in. Well, James, we will check in with you uh, sometime soon, but thanks so much for, for getting on the phone with us, and thanks for putting up with our technical difficulties, as everybody listening does every week. <laughs> oh, no problem, man. I, man, I've been waiting to, to get, make some time and have some time to sit down and, and uh, you know chat with you guys. And like I said, when I get down there again, I will definitely make my way to the... Uh, what is it, the dog pound or what? Sure, yeah, that's a uh, dog house is probably more yeah. accurate, yeah. or dog just house. the dog hair house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we miss you tons. Miss you guys. Yeah, miss, miss you, James. Too. Great to hear your voice. All right. Great to hear all of your voices. You guys are doing a great job. Oh, th- <laughs> relatively. Thanks. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, James. Bye, bye. Ladies and gentlemen, the incredibly generous DJ Jam Master James Franco. Oh, I miss him so much. But it sounds like he's happy up there. It does. You can't beat that. Um, just to remind everybody, we do have an Indiegogo campaign going. Oh, we have some tweets. Do you have any good tweets coming in? 
Um, that's, most, see, the stream that I see says that a bunch of stuff was favorited. Yep. Oh, okay. I don't think anybody said anything. It's a really good picture of uh, Marty with uh, his phone up against the microphone. Oh, yeah. Um, no, thank you guys for donating. Uh, because of you donating, we have that extra computer that those tweets were read off of, not, or not read off of, I yeah. should say. And Marty was able to install speakerphone on his phone so that we could... <laughs> Damn yeah. it! Broadcast I'm, I'm gonna DJ James. that better but god you know look it, it's you know it's wires it's fancy looking wires there's a lot of wires work. there are yeah. so many wires wow. it's it's wires. such a pain in the ass i couldn't do it i'll be honest oh yeah you could no i couldn't all right well i'm really bad <laughs> uh so but thank you guys for donating it makes it literally makes this possible as a ramshackle as it is as clunky as i get i'm trying to get better are you thanking them for making this possible or are you reminding them that this is all their fault uh, yeah a little of both and uh, I just want to give a shout out. We've got, um, I think he's at the, uh, the super merp level or mega merp level. Uh, Vincent in Hong Kong is uh, our thank Ooh. you this week. So if you haven't heard. We have a Hong Kong listener. We, we do. Wow. And Hong Kong foo is the number one super guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you, Vincent, for donating. Thank you all for donating. And we will... Um, if you haven't received a shout-out... Uh, Sorry. No, this is okay. Sorry, everybody. Uh, if you haven't received a shout-out, I did send out an email. Um, if, just email me to remind uh, if, to remind me to give you a shout-out. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Emily, what were, you, uh, what were you doing during the earthquake? <laughs> well, I was sleeping. Um, <laughs> I was dead asleep. I'm kind of high-strung uh, recently. Kind of. I've been Recently? even more, yeah. <laughs> well, no, look, wait, wait, wait for the end of it. Recently, I've been even more high strung than usual. Uh, that's a little more accurate. So I was, uh, I was dead asleep and, uh, and I felt the earthquake shake. And, well, at least I, d- I didn't even really know what it was. Basically, the earthquake shake. <laughs> what I felt was. I feel so great. <sighs> what I felt was blinding terror. And then I opened my eyes and I was in a lot of pain and standing in our living room. And so. After the fog had cleared. Wow. The earthquake got you on your feet. I but still in your sleep. I was still in my sleep and then I sort of reviewed what had happened and, and Radio Land won't be able to see this, but check out this bruise I got. It was oh, so much wow. That's more than a bruise. I'd I'd elevate that to scrape. That's it's it kind of looks like Saturn, Radio Land. Because I've got like this uh this Skin abrasion where like several layers of skin got shaved off and then around it is the bruise and concentric purple and yellow circles. Rings of pain. Um, And so what I had done apparently, I have better better photos. I had photos when when it was like, I'll I'll put up a really good photo of when it was really fresh. Mutant baby. Yeah. (laughs) I will tweet Um, that. So what I had done is I had thrown myself onto the floor because uh, apparently I had a body pillow and I got tangled up in the body pillow and I landed on the floor and then I raced into the living room. But it all happened before I was really awake. And like I sort of had this dream mind active and part of me was convinced it was like Pompeii and the volcanoes going off and I was going to run into the living room and my roommate was going to run into the living room and I'd say, Ross, what are we doing? And we'd have a plan and we would enact that plan to subsequently save our very lives. And you would and just so- get stuck in mud in that, that in the act of running. Like yeah. mid-step, you'd just be like <laughs> petrified. 
died. And, yeah. yeah. And, the, and so what, by the time I was in the living room, like my heartbeat had finally slowed and I was kind of a little bit more awake. Like nothing had happened. Like I had, I, in my dream, I thought it was like the world was falling apart and I came out and like no one, there were no car alarms going off. Nobody else was awake. And so I just sort of looked around and then I convinced myself that I had had a night terror <laughs> and wow. that nothing had actually happened and I was going insane. And so like, which may be true. Which may be true, but there was also an earthquake. <laughs> um, so, event like maybe 15 minutes later, my roommate who'd been awoken uh, came out, and I was like, "Dude, I'm so sorry, I woke you up because I was convinced I woke him up in my manic flailing." And he said, "No, it was the earthquake that woke me up." And I went, "Oh, so there was an earthquake." And uh, and I still I still have oh, my toe is all busted up. I have a huge scrape on my arm. No. Um, really I was struggling mightily with oh. Twitter, which still refuses to acknowledge um, who any of you, who many of you are, um, when I try to tag you. Uh, this this knee, this ring of pain on mm-hmm. your knee, this happened drunk the night before, or this no. happened as a result of your night terror earthquake panic attack. That was the result of my night terror, night terror okay. earthquake. Panic so attack. here's the. Question. I was completely sober. Yeah, who's the que- here's the question? Yeah. Who can we sue? Because somebody, <laughs> somebody has to pay. I Emily, actually, I, we're going to make this right. I, it's actually the coolest damage I've had in years. I'm not, I'm not terribly upset by a the whole bruise. Thing. It's not a bruise. It's much more than a bruise. It? Look at the Twitter feed. I mean, it's also like healed for after about two weeks. So you should have seen it. I should show you the picture when it was really bad. Like it was Technicolor. Ooh. Yeah. Right. It looked like Saturn. It looked like a planet with concentric rings <laughs> i'm turned on i don't know about you guys <laughs> yeah. i think uh, it's a sign yeah so uh, by the way i just want to remind everybody the twitter the indiegogo campaign is still continuing if you haven't donated yet you can still donate that's at um the indiegogo just do, look up tuesday's morning and you can donate, donate. and i'll buy a bandage Yes, we'll, we will buy a bandage. <laughs> for my multiple for your, wounds. That is our, basically healing. <laughs> it's healing, but it's... It's just, scabbed over. I don't know if it's but, healing. Yeah, yeah. but it, it'll make Emily feel better. I just need a little love, a, you guys. Yeah, a little just, bandage for her I just her need boo-boo. a little bandage love. It'll be, like a, it'll be like a monetary kiss on my wounds. So, Emily, the other question I had for you is... what? Why is, do you leave your phone um, on during the podcast? Because I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Emily O'Hara, everybody <laughs> doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit. Leaves her phone on. Drunken mess. Night terrors. And yet single. Sad, sad knee boo boo. <laughs> Go figure. And uh, speaking of single, how is the uh, the uh, RPG world going? How's the, the the world of Cthulhu? We haven't had an update in a while. Yeah. It's the Call of Cthulhu, I believe. Real, the yeah. world of great, no, great, great, of great. The last time the world we... of Greyhawk. The what? That's the dun- that's the dungeon Dungeons and Dragons module. Oh, okay. World of Greyhawk isn't it? or okay. Land of Greyhawk? Okay. Uh-huh. But it's Call of Cthulhu. Right, right. You missed out on an opportunity for alliteration. No, no, no. I knew I can't, it was Call I can't of let Cthulhu, that stand. I was just I was wondering actually about the world of, of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh-huh. 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 Um <laughs> Great. No, 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 Emily, we're going to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and then no. we're going to find out who to sue and then we'll hear from okay. Call of Cthulhu. I'll, uh, I'll just of. turn my phone off. Um no, it's great. The last time we did it, we all got really, really drunk. It's so funny because we have this one member. How do you remember what to, what you did the week before if you're all drinking? Uh, oh, that's the Dungeon Masters. We, yeah. we hash it out before we start drinking and then we let loose. Um, oh, you have a recap like Lost? Yeah, we do. Previously on Call of Cthulhu. Previously Call of Cthulhu. on Call of Cthulhu. Um, 
we have this one member who's like I hate to say it, but he's sort of like the the the, the whipping boy, the punching bag. Oh, the the bill. Yeah, Bill fights back. Like <laughs> Bill has capacity to defend himself. Thank you, Emily. And I hate to say, like this guy just does not. He's just sort of penultimate uh, silly, and he always like we always beat up on him. And I feel really bad about it because afterwards he gets really upset, and and we just we just we've got to find a way to like. What's an example of something you've done to him? Oh, we just like lay into him. He's just an easy target. You say like, and he hey, actually, yeah. Hey, hey, Joe, stare at this. Open that door and stare at what's across. What's in, in behind that no, door? No, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. Heart of gold. Love him to death. But he's just an easy target. Well, we have this one. Okay, so we have this other member who's really charismatic and and just just charisma off the charts. And ooh, my ears are burning. I, yeah. Literally, Marty, turn down the earphones. And it's just he's so funny. And our other our other fan is, is just excellent fodder for him. So it's 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 us. We just have to find a way to. Uh, because we don't want him to leave, and we really like him, and we think he's great, but we've just got to find a way to stop, stop, <laughs> stop beating him. up on him. Yeah, because I think he's getting really upset, and with reason, because um, he's just he's just an easy target, but he's very valuable to the game, and we. And the game that you're playing right now, the campaign, mm-hmm. is it created by somebody, or is it it's, part of? It's um, the mask of Nyarlathotep. Which is perhaps the scariest, most difficult, most involved, most cthulhu of all of the Cthulhu adventures. Um, it is known as a meat grinder. <laughs> it has a great reputation. Uh, ignorant question. Um, Cthulhu. To, to, to win Isn't it Cthulhu us? I, I believe it's Cthulhu us. Cthulhu. To win a call of Cthulhu. Actually, campaign. in the Latin, it is Cthulhu. In the uh, in the Greek, it perhaps might be Cthulhu us. But I don't know what you're talking about because everybody knows Cthulhu is in Latin. <laughs> In order to 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 win a Cthulhu campaign, yeah. you get more you points just, than everybody do else. Do you just not die? Yeah, got it. Yeah. And is there an endpoint? Yeah, because it's a mystery. It's it's sort of it's uh, investigative horror. Is, is what wow, that call is a it? very specific genre. And, yeah, it is. And how how is this? How, how but, close are you to finishing? This? Um, uh, True Detective was basically a Call of Cthulhu episode, except more. Tame. Except much More shittier boobs. towards women. Yeah. More boobs. Much less uh, respectful yeah. towards... Sorry, you asked something and I... What? what? No, no, no. So, uh, do you ever get to an end, end of a mystery and be like... I just wasted two weeks of yeah, my life? that's no. bullshit. That was no. stupid. No. Because no. it's, so, it's mostly about hanging out with your friends and beating up on one poor, undeserving member of the group. <laughs> the bill. No. Um, no. <laughs> oh, Bill. No, we, Don't no. have fake sympathy for me. He's fighting back, guys. <laughs> well, we have a, an email later about uh, RPGs. So oh, we'll, good. We'll get to that. Yeah. I still, every time I hear RPG, think rocket-propelled grenade. And even more specifically, think of the member of the October Guard, the Russian equivalent of G.I. Joe, who was armed with a rocket-propelled grenade. Mm. I don't remember his name. Darren. I'm so glad we could turn, ner- we could fold, we could dovetail nerdiness together yeah. so oh, gracefully. Yeah, kind of. I was trying to be one of yeah. the guys for that's, a minute there. No, you why, did. That's yeah, why people listen to the show. That was a good contribution. Yeah. But um, just yeah, anybody to, uh, can come up with the name of the guy in the October Guard who had the rocket propelled grenade. I'd really appreciate Darren? it. Darren? No, I don't think his name was Darren. <laughs> he was Russian. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Derislav. Ah, that might be it. Um, so just to boost my nerdy points or detract. Yeah, because they're really points. sagging these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my roommate. Oh God, this is so nerdy. Why am I confessing this to too late people? My roommate and I are doing a two-person RPG. <laughs> wow. We just oh god! Is it about go. two kids trying to make it in Hollywood? I think you're thinking of horror show. He's the RPG trooper from the Soviet Republic of Georgia. Horror oh. show, huh? Yeah. That doesn't ring a bell, but it could be him. Horror show. It could be he. Horror show. Horror show is the Russian word for good. Oh. Also, he when William Burroughs was writing *A Clockwork Orange* and he was inventing the NADSAT that his Goonies were going to use, uh, horror show. Horror show. He spelled it like American H O O H O R R O R S H O W became the word for like cool because yeah. he he based the language off of that. That is horror show. Yeah, horror show in uh, sounds totally Japanese yeah, when you does, guys do it, but it's Russian. Uh, Michael Golden was the best artist to draw the October Guard in the uh, GI Joe mm. series. He's very very gifted. He also did a lot of the the Nam, the Vietnam based. Mm-hmm. Comic book that was out for that a while. That was a weird one, huh? It was a weird one. Yeah, but he was a, he was a brilliant artist, and and I think he might have been the first to depict the October. Uh, no, I don't think that's right. I think he brought them back. I think the October Guard came in really early in the GI Joe comic book, and then he brought them back. And I always wanted them to be action figures, and they never were. Why? What is with Russia and October? Because there's the hunt for the red one, if I recall. Right. And then there's this October Guard. Yeah. What is October and Russia have to do with each other? It just looks cooler because it's spelled with a K. With a K. So it looks evil, tough. Yeah. Well, there was the um, the socialist revolution was called the October Revolution. But why? Because it was in October. October. Oh. In 1917. Oh. Not as cool as the Velvet Revolution, which was inspired by uh, outliers listening to the Velvet Underground in um, Prague. Oh, that's cool. I don't agree with Marty and his snoring. I think that's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, Speaking of snoring, let's talk what everybody's talking about right now. That's the NCAA. Actually, (laughs) fuck you guys. Sports are awesome. College sports aren't my favorite because they're not as good. Sometimes it's annoying watching like 11 sequences in a row where no one can hit a shot. But a lot of these games have come down to the wire. It's been really exciting seeing small town, small Ohio town, teams uh, play beyond their skill level and, and upset upset after upset and uh, I just think it's really exciting and they, you know it's it, it's it means enough to these kids that when they lose they're in tears and I think that I think that matters kids in tears is the I best. love it when young men break down and cry <laughs> And if you don't, well, maybe we shouldn't be oh, friends. That takes you back to high school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, I guess so. I mean, it's just weird when people like get physically have these visceral reactions watching the game. I understand playing the game mm. and get getting into tears. I'm just invested but, emotionally. Yeah. Oh, Bill is. Bill's don't an old get, man. Don't get too comfortable because we might have like, another guest come in. I'm making an adjustment. All right. Uh, well, you know, Warren Buffett had that challenge of, oh, you got to change. You got to move. Oh, we have another guest? Yeah, Bill, you got to move. There's tons of room. Well, because you got to share the screen. Jeez, no one gives a fuck about me. That's true. Uh, but Warren Buffett had that challenge of a billion, um, a billion dollars to anybody who could have a perfect, uh, you know, bracket. And as soon as Dayton won, it was all over. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, like 
zero. Like within yeah. the first day, everybody. It's was, impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, oh my God! Wait, who let him? Is hear? there a stinger? N- no. You don't have the doorbell. Cue uh, up. No. Ding dong. Marty, you See? are no DJ. James. I wanted to hear Emily do a ding dong. Good morning. Oh my God! It's Steve. No, it's Duncan. Duncan, it's Duncan. I won the uh, the five hundred dollar Chariots of Fire uh, Indiegogo. You flew me in. Oh right, yeah. This, Welcome, this Duncan. I'm, I'm, Thank you so much for contributing. Wow, the yeah. smell is something else. Yeah, it's pretty dog I, I, doglicious. I had no idea. Eh? Yeah, dogs and sadness. dogs and sadness. Dogs and, and stale tears. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. It's Kruger. Uh, what do you? What, what do you need? Am I? Do you I, don't, need? I don't hear anything. Um, there's nothing to hear. Exactly. There's nothing to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, why are you late? I had a call. Sorry. What happens on a call? With me or a real, like a professional phone call? I don't know. Uh, it was, I just sit quietly and just pray that it ends soon. I don't like to talk on the phone for someone who likes to fucking talk so much. Yeah, so what, like... Do you use headphones? How do you... I do. I, li- I, I was listening to the podcast while we were on the phone. <laughs> how do you sell like yourself if you don't talk? Um, Flirtatious gestures? <laughs> That they sound not as these. effective on the phone. Sound effects? They can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm Yeah. I'm rather, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in your show. I'm a pretty funny guy. Uh, I make fart noises. Yeah. <laughs> Vinyl scratch. <laughs> no, I'm pretty boring on the phone. And uh, are you currently employed? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, good. Hold on. Yeah. Adjust my beard a little bit. It's not fitting into this new microphone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're using the karaoke microphone. Am I? <laughs> so, so sing. That's the sadness I smell on the end of this mic. Yeah. Oh, you do karaoke here in your home? Sometimes, by oh, myself. By yourself? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm smelling. Yeah. I'm oh. smelling a thousand years of loneliness <laughs> just crammed like into one lifetime. Spilled box sangria just like festering in the corner. Well. Are you hearing well, anything? No, nothing. That's right. okay. I don't care. All right. Um, which one am I? You're like which number? You're number? Steve. No, thank you. That's better. Oh, there I am. There's my dulcet tones. Oh God. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think people um, when I'm on a phone, I, I have not met these people that I was speaking to, and I think the deep voice calms them. But then when they meet me, they're like, "Ugh, you're." They spent five minutes in the mic. You're a nightmare. <laughs> How do you have a girlfriend? Exactly. What did I miss? Republicans bad. Okay, we're going to actually talk about it from the beginning. All right, let's let's yeah. reboot. Uh, we learned the the etymology of Cthulhu-y. Yes. Right into the hard stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> right into Ooh, the, the and sweet. I'm finding meat. out as we speak that there actually is an action figure of horror show from the October Guard. It just came out long after any self-respecting adult would still continue to purchase action figures. Is he wearing the little cap? He's got the RPG and the cap. Oh, can I see? Yeah, this is this is good podcast too. You, know, you, know, you missed? No, I missed nothing. Oh, oh, look at him. But he's not wearing red. I don't trust no, that he's it was, actually It was Russian. an actual comic book? Uh, they were characters Joe. that appeared in the G.I. Joe comic book. They might have had a comic book of their own at some point, but I only knew them as guest appearances. Hey, Steve, did you ever read comic books at all, ever? Yes, as a, as a child. <laughs> and then uh, puberty hit, and that all changed. And then, no, I just reread Persepolis for some re- weird reason. Is that Neil Gaiman, right? Persepolis? No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm thinking of no, uh, Coraline. It's an Iranian woman with yeah, a dot, I saw, I saw dot the film, her but nose. I didn't read it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Marjan Satrapi. I actually did uh, Satrapi. Uh, um, the last week I was here at the end of the podcast, at, as as we're all just kind of slinking away, I saw Bill here return a mountain of comic books to you. 
Like he had borrowed them from you and returning. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is not an act. There he's, there's two men who should, who should be, uh, grownups by now returning comic books. Right? Did I yeah. not? That it was, was any a, consolation. Yep. I didn't enjoy them at all. <laughs> yeah. They really weren't very good. I, I think I caught a little whiff of that, but I was like, Oh yeah, they're, they're for real. They're really doing that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I just thought the listeners should know that you guys, this is not an act you put on. <laughs> You're not like they were, Sasha Baron Cohen. You're just like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a comic book. I am, you maybe, are, maybe the listeners I, I shouldn't a sad, know. lonely man. <laughs> maybe the listeners shouldn't know that it was trades a, comic books with his adult, sad male friend. A collection of Grant Morrison comic books, all of which I thought sucked. Yeah, and the art wasn't I, great either. Yeah. That, that was, I, but I, I still you know, can't get on board with Grant Morrison, guys. I don't know what my what my window into his world is going to be, but I haven't read anything I've liked. And believe it or not, I was turned on to Grant. Not turned on. I was uh, the, the, hey a now. woman I was dating at the time loved Grant Morrison, so the, I did it that out of um, for a woman. I got all those comic books, and they, I didn't enjoy them. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I get Seven Soldiers of Fortune is not the place to start. Yeah. No. no I started with uh, Arkham yeah. Asylum. I didn't like that either. Oh. Who? Mm, Animal not, Man. Animal Man. I, is I've heard I Animal Man is a nice entree, but I mean, person. how many? How many? How much of my life am I going to give to this guy? <laughs> Animal Man is worth reading, uh, even if it's not. If even if you're not looking for an in with Grant Morrison, because it's just a damn good book. See what you missed, Steve? Wow, I should have driven faster. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. You should have. You should have had the phone uh, call on. On yeah, I found some app on my uh, my iPad called Scribed, and it's like Amazon but for books. Uh-huh. Not Amazon, Pandora. Okay, you pay a monthly fee, and you can read as many books as your nerd. Like regular books, like like no, all self published fan fiction. Okay, well, see, <laughs> yeah, regular books. That's where I got. I reread Persepolis and I reread Mouse stuff that I read when I was younger. Mouse is brilliant. Yes, yeah, Persepolis is awesome too. But uh, it, it lingers. Yeah, I'm in book two, so it's lingering. Yeah, and I can only care so much about a 16 year old girl in Iran. In Iran with Duran Duran posters. With Duran, yes. Oh, yeah. No, you you read it. Yeah. You know it. It's good yeah. stuff. Though. I love I loved the movie. I didn't see it. It's very good. Uh, have you guys tried to read? Um, Compu- uh, digital comic books? I have. I cannot get into it. Yeah. I, I, just, I can't either. And they, they try to animate it a little bit, but I find that confusing. Let us know at Nooner Dan Marty if you uh, read those things. I like, I don't even, I, I have to be honest, I don't even love the Kindle. I actually like holding something yeah, in my hands. I like too. holding a book in my hand, a comic book, a newspaper. I actually like print newspapers. Yeah, mm-hmm. still. But there is something nice about just having a book. That is very small and in your pocket, and you can you know carry it everywhere and or whatever thousands of books. So I, I do like the convenience of having a Kindle around. For sure, I I don't I don't like reading. Um, I don't love reading articles on my phone, but the con- you can't deny the convenience if you're on a subway or if you're in the back of an Uber. I'm like you. I like my tweets printed. I like you know <laughs> mailed to me. Oh, look at this delightful thing from Steve Martin. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I had my assistant transcribe them in handwriting, in, in, in uh, calligraphy. Calligraphy my tweets, please. Uh, Lance Mountain. The girlfriend. The girlfriend. Uh, she swore she'd never read a book that way. I love books. I love to hold them. And I'm reading on my iPad, like, oh, sure, whatever. And then she got a mini, and she's just plowing through books mm-hmm. on that thing. And she's like, yeah, it's kind of, once you adopt, you realize, why were horses driving us around? Why didn't we get in these cars earlier? So I love it, but. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that and, it's the and, top and, of the hour, and you're listening to the Smod Ghost Morning Show on the Smodcast Internet Radio Networks, and that Marty <laughs> will never come up with a stinger in time, even if I continue to vamp. 
well beyond the top of the hour itself. See, I've given you as much time as I possibly can, and we have no stinger. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there it is. Oh, Like a pixie's farting. (laughs) Oh, and I forgot to play this, by the way. Let's go. Go, go. If you could see Emily's face right now, she just gave me stink eye, and then she is now just holding her face in horror. You can put your cans back on. It's good when when a performer loves to hear themselves perform. (laughs) I think that song is great. Tyson, you did a great job. Uh, Have you guys caught up on any media this past week? (laughs) Many media? Yeah. I'm just getting, getting, I'm just, just checking in with you guys. Any media. I, I saw something that uh, I resisted seeing, and I heard everyone say how great it was, and I thought, my nuts, this is a good movie. And I finally went to see it, and I thought it was near flawless if it weren't for America's obsession with Will Ferrell and thinking that he's funny for some reason. Uh, the Lego movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. I thought it was absolutely brilliant, played to the height of its intelligence. If it doesn't win an Oscar for sound design, it, it, then the Oscars still suck. <laughs> the one thing that is just it's very jarring watching that movie because it's God, so yeah. It, it's an, yeah. if you if you if you're subject to seizures do not watch that movie because you will just go into have a, a grandma thing and uh, what I loved about it is it never it it surprised me at every turn I never saw anything coming it didn't it didn't waste time with you know establishing shots and a nice and we'll go into this little town and we'll see what everything it just opens with a bang and it never stops. I loved it. I, it was always two steps ahead of me. I thought it was great. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, did, it, did you guys see Grand I did. Budapest Hotel yet? Nope. No. no. Didn't, oh, you we already talked about that. I'm, I know. I'm but, a few uh, weeks, a few movies behind on his. I still haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, yeah. That oh, was great, that great too. Chris Brown says, I recently read Blue is the Warmest Color graphic novel. It was really good. Did it start as a graphic novel before being a two and a half hour? Three and a half. Three and a half, half hour. Yeah. Did you see it? No, but I when when is a, a three and a half hour lesbian uh, yeah. movie comes out, it, my radar is yeah. You know what? If anybody's seen it, j- just tweet us what the which the, the time to scroll yeah. towards. Yeah, just give us the actual. Just give me the yeah, the t- give me some time code. Where yeah. I need to go. Yeah. I, do you really want to watch an eleven minute lesbian scene? Mm. Okay, well within that eleven minutes, just give me like the good. <laughs> yeah, all cut, I need is a, give me a super cut that's ninety need, seconds long. No, forty five. Forty five. Forty five will do. Give me the forty five best seconds of that eleven minutes of lesbian sex. Yeah, whatever. I yeah. tried to watch uh, Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. Uh, Lars parts, uh Yes, parts one and two. Uh, it's, uh, is it watchable? No, I don't know. I just like actually, Christian Slater is good in it. He can act. I forgot. Um, Christian Slater. Christian Slater. He's good in it. Can I didn't act? know he was in that movie. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah. he he has acted before. Then yeah. took some time off. Oh, not gleaming, the, the gleaming the cube. The, yeah, the high water bark of. Oh, I love gleaming the cube. What the fuck does that movie mean? We talked about it? that. I know, but I, no one can ever. Uh, it is a lot of um, sex in it, and it gets a little. Ridiculous, but yeah. yeah, they do a good job. Like, wow, that really looks like uh, the kid from Transformers is fucking Shia someone. LaBeouf. That that is the only reason why I'm not interested in seeing that movie. He's good too, is he? Yeah, really. But they've digitally added their faces onto porn actors, and I'm like, wow. That's, oh, really? Yeah. I thought the whole thing was that they were actually having sex. I don't. Well, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. After sex tapes and uh, a cursory research of you porn, like what? Do I need to see more nudity in a movie? <laughs> Have you guys ever done a love scene in a movie? Or <laughs> in real life? 
You have in a movie? A short film, yeah. It actually didn't end up making it in the cut. But <laughs> the director was just like, "Yeah, that'll do." Oh, no film in the camera. All right, it's cool. <laughs> uh, what what was the scene? Uh, it was sort of a twisted psychological drama. I'm a doctor taking care of a schizophrenic woman, and we have an inappropriate relationship. She's got a split personality, and like. I have sex with one of the personalities. You're just like, I'll wait for Sally. <laughs> right. <laughs> just let me know when she's around. But it was uh, it was fully clothed. Not fully clothed. We were in our underwear. Um, but, you know, it was straddling and moaning. Straddling and moaning. It was, it was not go on. Go on. Uh, yeah. So what, was it awkward? Did you? Incredibly awkward. She was, I was also really attracted to her. She was laying on top of me. We're in our underwear and the crew's milling about. And, and I was like, so... You uh, keep in touch with your high school friends, or <laughs> yeah. just kind of out here on your own? Yeah, you know, it's so fu- it was so awkward. Very love, actually. Very love, but that joke actually broke the ice a little bit. Right. But yeah, it was super. It was super awkward. And then at one point, the DP, who was also a woman, who I was also attracted to, uh, <laughs> got the got she was the a can- woman. So she was sort of stand. Yeah, I- I'm easy. She was standing over me, not straddling me. What? Yeah, straddling, but not on top of me. Standing over me with the camera, sort of woman's POV of. You were getting Eiffel Towered by two yeah. chicks. That's pretty hot. One, was, one, one who was operating a camera. It was really weird. <laughs> if you take this the short film out of the film. story, it's yeah, a pretty, it's pretty hot tale. They're like, this oh, is, yeah, I made a hundred bucks. This is just Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. like answering an ad. Two chicks. Um, you know what Eiffel Towering is. Uh, let us know. I don't. Well, it's usually with a dude, and a dude gets on one end of a girl, and then a, another dude gets on the other end of a girl. If they, if they touch their hands, they create the Eiffel Tower, with her oh. being the mid midsection. So what's the London Bridge, then? Uh, it's pooping on somebody's hand or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. What's the, what's the riddle of the Sphinx? I have to say, Darren tweeted, and Christian Slater currently has a drama on ABC, 10 p.m. tonight. Eastern Standard Time. Oh. Does he work for show? I, yeah, he works for I, show business. He I is think, constantly updating and promoting things. I think Darren is Christian Slater. Probably. <laughs> finally, they talked about me. Right. I've been doing this for a year and change, and finally they get to me. Getting into this British character, this British serial killer I'm going to play. they like my accent? <laughs> Wasn't that good enough for them? Don't make me pull out my Jack Nicholson. Please don't. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Marty? Have you ever done a love scene? I was I had to roll around in bed all day with. Uh, I don't want to know what you do when you're not working. No, no. Who, who's the Canadian woman from The Sweet Hereafter? Um, oh, Polly. Yeah, yeah, Sarah Polly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because um, I played her boyfriend in a movie, and basically it was just in a, a house. Is that the chick Park. from Splice? No. I don't think she was in Splice. I think she was. Oh, was she? Okay. But, uh, and that was, you know, it was, we didn't have to make out or anything, but we were just Just like rolling. Yeah. And we were just entwined, you know, Mm. and she was very nice. She was tiny. Were you entwined in the act? No, no. It was like, you know, postcoital. It was, yeah. Waking up in the morning, but it was just in bed with her all day in my underwear. Um, that was, that wasn't so bad. Underwear provided by wardrobe or your own personal underwear? Um, wardrobe. Yeah. Mm. So it was clean. <laughs> it, it, look, I wear clean underwear. It just you know, might be you know, 20 years old. But <laughs> Did you wear your underwear under the wardrobe underwear? Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was, I don't, we didn't have to, to do anything intimate. So other than like, you know, hug. Touching. Touching. So uh, 
when you had your the did you have a discussion about like what are the what do you do when you kiss with a woman did you with actress um i didn't that time because we weren't kissing we were like it was past the it was past the uh, foreplay mm-hmm. um so we didn't actually kiss uh i have kissed on screen before and some women are super like you know you know it's you know you don't have to actually kiss right because you know I, I was in this thing and this guy actually kissed me and i'm like whatever you want neurotic like it's right. if the camera is filming our lips and they're not touching there's gonna be a really stupid shot whoa so she meant like are. not actually touching lips i don't know what she meant i just i just tried to be reassuring because i don't know what the fuck she was talking about Ugh. i mean i wasn't gonna stick my tongue down her throat so what did you end up doing Sticking my tongue down her throat. <laughs> yeah. Drop, dropped a digit on her. That's method. It just was. I just. It was just a peck, and that was a comedy anyway, so I could get away with anything. Um, I feel like I've kissed in other movies, and just it's just not really a. Well, Emily, an issue. what is your feeling about that as a as a woman and an actress? I don't know. It's never been a problem for me. I've never had anybody be inappropriate. Uh, I've never had to discuss it. It's just like I mean, on stage is where I kiss a lot. Right, um, and that's why you earned the, the nickname The Tongue. Yeah, <laughs> I was in a, a Private Lives, and at the very end of Private Lives, Amanda and Elliot, I was playing Amanda, um, sort of just throw themselves at each other and have this intense make-out session on the sofa and then run away. And it was like, we never, we never, like everybody was kind of like edgy about it. And the guy who was Elliot and I were just sort of like, what is everybody... Right. What is what? This is such a non-issue, <laughs> and it never was an issue, and it was never. I don't know. I don't understand why people get like it's part of. It's just you know, it's such a non-issue. It's not a big deal, but I do know that there are women who get like <sighs> upset about it and and defensive and territorial. I, have, I guess I have to kiss a girl in this play that I'm doing. You're doing <laughs> a play? Yeah. Um, Way to bury the lead, Marty. Secret weapon. Right. No, I mean it's a small. Oh, don't undercut it. But let uh, me do that. All right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's a no. play just here in your house. Yeah, just for exactly. just for your dogs. Yep. And I said, and one of your dogs is in the play, and we okay. kiss. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. A lot of tongue. Are you doing Joe Orton? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're going out there with, with dogs. Uh, yeah, and I get in deep, and yeah. it gets that's, really that's good. That's good. I like. That. Yeah. No, this is it's just a little theater in the valley, but it'll, it'll be fun. Oh, in the valley. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you going to say to the girl when you're like, "All right"? Well, the director is like, "You guys just talk it out and figure out." But it, this case has to be really meaningful. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what that means." Are you attracted to the girl? Oh no. It's almost oh, harder bummer. when you are. Yeah. Because yeah. then it's Not like you, you don't want to show it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, I have no problem like. Doing it, I have no problem yeah. letting a woman know I'm attracted to her. Would you? Would you ever be <laughs> nude in a movie? Uh, I my instinct is to say no, but I I'm not comfortable being naked at all in public. I don't I don't know why. You're I'd a never nude. N- no, I mean I sleep <laughs> in boxers. Like I, I shower in a bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just not it's not my thing, and I don't remember the last time I saw. Um, nudity in a movie and was like, yeah, that was super essential to the telling right. of the story. Yeah. Right. In this day and age, I, it rarely adds anything except for Charlize Theron's butt in Cider House Rules. Mm. Uh, Why was that important? Because it was awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's got a great ass. Uh, would you ever get naked in a movie? Um, I used to say, yeah, if it's, if it's part of the plot, but now I say, probably not. 
just for the same reasons. And women are so, it's like, it's just, it's just fucking shameful, you know? Cause it's never because it's, it's inherent. It's empowering. <laughs> yeah. It's never fucking empowering. It's always slime, fucking slimy. And, um, there was one time though, when I, 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 I feel like I could have been nude and it wouldn't have been a problem and it was justified. And the, and I, and I, the, the, the director had asked me about it beforehand and I said, I really just kind of would rather not. Uh, but then when it came on the day, I was like, I actually could do it cause it makes sense here. And then she didn't. And then it, it just like, it all happened and, and we didn't, like, it was, we, it was like one of the last shots and everybody just wanted to go home. And so I was like, I'm just not going to make an issue out of it. But then I kind of had regret that I didn't do it. Yeah. As do the rest of the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I do miss the shot in every 80s movie when people ran through like either a random apartment or a hotel room and, and There's just a, a naked giant woman. titted woman just stood up and freaked out. Yeah. That's a, that's a classic bit that I miss in movies. Yeah. I remember that specifically in, uh, in uh, uh, Point Break. Uh, 48 Hours. Oh, yeah. Um, wait. So where is it nudity that you think was appropriate oh that was in the baby monitor oh no 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 in in oh, uh, in, in movies. movies yeah uh, in real movies oh 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 the crying game mm. crying game uh dirk diggler yeah, if you don't see the dick there's kind of no point dirk diggler i think that was a very good moment trading places with jamie lee curtis yeah. just takes them out just yeah there they that are that was like the she's the just most changing. gratuitous thing where she's just staring at them in the mirror and and it's something everybody everybody remembers. Okay, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I haven't seen that. Yeah, you weren't born then. Um, that nudity was awesome. <laughs> that sounds really creepy, but yeah, yeah. It, but it just, is. It's, sit in that moment for a second. No, it's a it's so, <laughs> so it's creepy. essential to the joke of you know his fantasy and getting caught masturbating. Spoiler. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh that scene. Yeah. There's a lot of nudity in it. Oh, but no, the one that everybody remembers, Phoebe Cates. Um, yeah, she was really pretty. She still is, I'm sure. I uh, doubt it. Tweet in if you. She owns wear, like a tiny shop in Pittsburgh or something. What is essential? Um, is I just metaphor? you don't see it anymore. You don't you, see it in all oh, the nymphomaniac yeah. went, went the other way. Yeah, but digitally, uh, like, wow, there's so much. But I remember seeing, and I love the movie uh, Showgirls. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and about hour three of the movie, I'm just like, put a fucking top. Enough with boobs. I'd never. <laughs> Growing up, going more boobs. I had always wanted to see boobs, and then I had hit that. It's like opening a National Geographic or something. So, have you guys have you guys seen show, Showgirls? Uh-uh. But that's Paul Verhoeven, it. isn't it? And I love uh, yeah. Paul Verhoeven. It, I mean, it is. I think he. It's one is, of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I've probably it seen a, it ten times. It's a fantastic movie, and it's Joey Esterhouse, yeah, Cleveland's own. Oh. oh. Send him what the back. fuck is wrong with you people? He's it's not that big a deal. He happens to be from Cleveland. Fucking deal. No, I'm. Just Joe Esterhaus is just terrible, but he's written some good stuff. It is, uh, it, it, is a train wreck, and but I think you know if you th- look at Starship Troopers, I think brilliant. Watched it last week, and I think Robocop. He's making mm-hmm. fun of. He hired the worst, the prettiest worst actors. Yeah. For the whole thing specific. is a propaganda. Yeah. it's all propaganda. So they and have hired the prettiest people. He's like a high level thinking guy, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that show Robocop is. That mm-hmm. as well, like he's he doesn't have very much respect for the performers in that movie. No, it's yeah, it it, it is if three twelve year old boys got together and got some soda and wrote a script over the weekend. Like the lines are so. But I think that's bad. all intentional. Oh, absolutely, maybe, absolutely. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I think so. And come then, back when you fuck some of the baby fat off. I was like, oh, my, like who would ever say that? That's yeah. fucking 
What? what? Oh, you're talking about Showgirls. Showgirls. Yeah, 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 yeah And okay. a friend of the show, Andrew Reich, he saw it in the theater, and he had, he, I don't think he knew it was as long as it was, and he had to go to a meeting. And so he was walking out, and somebody said to him, Quitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. See it. Rent it. Watch it. I think I watched, when it came out on video or DVD, I watched it like three times in a weekend. It is some of the worst acting, some of the worst dialogue. I have it on Laserdisc. Laserdisc? Oh, we'll yeah. flip it over at the end of hour one. <laughs> yeah. But there, are, it is... Your boob saturation by like hour or two, and you're just like it really. I think that was the beginning of the end. That was the last big studio movie that had just gratuitous. They're just in full scenes talking about plot with their tops off. Like, yeah, there's no reason. Hey, at least they're talking about plot. Well, did you guys see the Black Book? That was uh-uh. a Paul Verhoeven um, World War II movie. That, is there boobs in that? Uh, there is some sex in there. I don't remember if there are boobs, but there's. Uh, but I just think, I, me personally, being a pervert and enjoying boobs right. as a young man, now I'm just like, oh, if they if clothed and more, uh, I think not as overt in a, in a movie is sexier than like, oh, there's Jamie Lee Curtis, there they are yep. in full, I you know, totally overly agree. lit. Just I can see, I can see the veins around the <laughs> aerial, like that. Those are her tits. Great. Like it's just boring now. Oh. Girls are taking pictures and putting them on the internet for free. Like, why? You know, yeah. why do I need to see Jamie Lee Curtis's boobies? Yeah. I agree. I didn't want to see uh, what was the actress uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, she took those selfies and they hacked her phone. I'm like, I oh, know, I don't want to see her naked. I want the idea of her naked because then I went. Uh, sure, sure. Hacked her phone. Sure. Darren Husted says saw Under the Sun on Saturday. Scarlett Johansson full frontal, essential to the story. So maybe you'd enjoy that. Yeah. Essential no. to the story nudity. Essential to the story nudity. That's going to be the next movie I write. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do it. What? What's going on here? Wait, Marty screwed up a stinger? Where's the Mexican guy? He was so good at that. Oh, we, we called him. <laughs> Hit the brakes. Ah. It's an old joke. Jesus. We're going to dip into the mail sack. There We're going to play dip into the mail sack twice. Is- Marty can't get oh, my God. I'm so bad at this. Make sure it's also really low in the mix. There it is, everybody. Uh, yeah, that was great. That was not great. All right. Sorry, that was not guys. wonderful, Scott. Not <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, we, we had a, a call in with James, and he was trying to make me feel better. How's uh, Sac- Cracramento? He's, you'll have to listen to the show. Oh. In other words, you'll never know. Okay. Yeah. So, ah, Jesus Christ, now what's going on? <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. First one's from Carrie Lynn. She says, uh, I'm assuming it's a she. Uh, Hello, Merps. I am still listening to old episodes and enjoying the hell out of them. Thanks for all the free funny. I listen to the new pods when they air, so I know Marty likes stats. I'm 37, nooch, and an accountant in the New Orleans suburbs. Hmm. I listen to you while crunching numbers all day. I prefer to be categorized as Caucasian. Uh, MSM female, that's right, insensitive fucking Facebook does not have that sexuality sexuality category for me. As you well know. What's MSN? MSN stands for... MSM? Like... MSM. M. 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 As in mostly straight. Mostly. Mostly. Ooh. It's like... That's going to experiment. Carolyn... It's a little little newt there from Aliens. Um, They come out at night mostly. Is that what she said? Yeah, she keeps saying mostly at the end of every sentence. Watch Aliens. Yeah. She was good in that. No, she wasn't. Well, I thought they... I think like, that movie's wildly overrated. I watched it recently. Really? 
right. well, go back and watch. No, anyway. no, I don't want to. And don't watch. Watch Alien. Have a great Tuesday. Thank you, Carrie Lynn, thirty-seven accountant from the New Orleans suburbs. What suburb? Oh wait, she's not on the phone. I no, she's it's not. not interactive. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> was this was this typed and then mailed to you, or was this an electronical? I printed it out. <laughs> Bill's, then... Bill's got a big ream of paper of, of I've transcribed some of dot the... matrix. Yeah, <laughs> print paper. <laughs> Uh, next one's from Archie. Writes in, hey, Murps, I love the show. And this gets into what we were talking about earlier. I was wondering if I donated $45 to the Indiegogo campaign, could you record a session of you guys playing Fiasco for the fans instead of the normal rewards? Uh, I don't know if you have a link to the website, plus an example from when I uh, got playing on tabletop at the bottom of the page. Uh, I would love to listen to it and know, uh, and I think you guys would be hilarious. I'll donate either way. Just thought it would be awesome to hear. Thanks I mean, for the show, Archie. What's, what's fiasco? fiasco? So fiasco. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is he out nerding the nerds? Uh, yeah. What, what is fiasco? Fiasco is a role playing game. Oh, where, yeah, yeah. I got to go to the bathroom. Well, but it's it's a game of dice. And, and in fact, Archie, I own this game. So you didn't. Uh, thank you for sending the link. I've actually never played it, but I do oh. own it. And they, it, it's basically you, you need other people to play it. Yeah, yeah. There, that's that, why you've that's never why. played it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking that's at you three that's thinking... That's why the karaoke goes on Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night. But So basically, <laughs> it works as follows. It, it, you have um, there are three rounds, and you it, it can all be done in a night, and you do a movie. It, and you pick... There are different genres and, that you can do. So basically, you act out a movie in, and with, with some dice, and the dice tell you... What, how your character uh, resolves itself. But you guys basically tell your own story that is sort of guided. You know, Sounds like how they wrote Showgirls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except, except you guys get to keep your clothes on. Are you guys in? I'm in. Sure. Fine. Do you guys have lots of dice? Yes. None. Okay. Is it die or dice? What's the thing of die? Die? No, multiple is dice. I'm just, I'm asking. I'm oh, not, well, I, 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 I defer to the Ivy League. Singular, singular is die and then plural is dice. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Six-sided die. Yeah. Uh, this is all six-sided. I'll 3D print some. I don't have any. But. All right. I might have to buy some because you need a lot of dice. Uh, and <laughs> What's a lot of dice? I think it's, I'm getting nervous it's now. Like, Bags you need like 24, I think. 24, <laughs> 24 dices? Dice. Dice? Oh, my God. I can't believe we're having this discussion. I believe it. Dice. This yeah. is real. So I'll, I'll try to coordinate that and figure out how to play the game because I've read the book and you know I've seen examples but I'm still not quite sure but we'll figure it out Emily are we boring you no no go on alright <laughs> Archie thank you for mailing that um, we'll, we'll, we will get on that and it might be a supplement we might have it as a, a supplement so he wants show. us to play the game and create a movie you create a movie like an improv game yeah it's with so dice making decisions do you take your top off then roll it up, oh, and then you top t- stays on. You're like, I just took off my top. Okay, and, so, then and there's a lot of drinking going on, and yeah. somebody makes out with somebody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. I got my eye on you, Marty. <laughs> um, next email is a great one. It's from. Oh, look at the size of that thing. Yeah, it's a long one. Uh, this is from Claire. Uh, hey, Marty and Dan. Um, Dan is not here, but hey, Claire. Uh, just wanted to send you a quick email. Hi, Claire. To Hi, let me know Claire. that I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I think she's actually speaking about Nooner. I listened to old. Is this episodes. an old email? Uh, no, no, no. She, she. It's it was old. In she meant to set, send it for a long time, but she sent it to the wrong email address, and I sent her the right email address, and then we got it. I listen to old episodes every week when I'm straightening my hair, which takes about the same t- amount of time. Um, 
I started listening when Patrick Adams was on, the star of Suits, which, by the way, is in season, or just started up again, and it is uh, great. Um, I started listening when Patrick Adams was on, because I think he's great, <laughs> and I started listening to all the others, and I heard so much about Veronica Mars, I started watching the whole show from the beginning, and I've really listened to all the podcasts again, now that I actually understand all the Veronica Mars references. Uh, I think I've listened to the Rob Thomas, Ryan Devlin, Ryan Hansen, Kristen Bell, and Patrick Adams podcasts at least four times each. Wow. Uh, I could probably recite them. Um, <laughs> is it possible to mention your pal Brad Stark without noting he is also uh, up in San Francisco? I jest. Uh, and I m- memorably listened to the Phil Lamar episode uh, one night in Bangkok in a taxi when I was on my way to the airport and stuck in traffic for two hours. Such food, fond memories. Wow, that's. Is there a question? No, no, oh, it's just a. Yeah, just people is reciting. She talk the, about me. Mail statement. Yeah, this is a mail statement. For some reason, listening to you guys uh, puts me in a good mood. Um, You're not putting me in a good mood. Oh, come on. She's. I'm just a simple Australian law student living in Melbourne, Ooh, but I love America and all things American. Oh, good. I can try out my new Australian joke. Okay. Well, after it's over, all right. remind me. Um, we, would we, uh, she writes, would we ever have Chris Lowe on the show? We don't. Um, that's who plays Piz. We, I guess we haven't had um, any guests recently. I think the show has evolved to more of a discussion than an interview thing. So my apologies. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are, are still working together uh, or if the show met, format of the show has changed now that Dan is working in New York. Uh, I would love it so much if you could have him on. Um, I saw Chris Lowe at the, at the premiere, but I did not think to ask him to be on the show. Uh, sorry about that. But this is from our number one Australian Wait, fan, Claire. Wait, is that you talking or that are you reading talking. the letter? I forgot. I've, yeah. I've drifted off. No, I saw him at the premiere. Okay, but, so this person didn't go to the no, premiere and see no. them and ask them to be on the no. show. But Claire, okay. thank you so much thank for you, your Claire. email. Hope you saw the Veronica Mars movie. What's your Australian joke? I came up with it uh, hanging out with an Australian on his birthday. And I was really drunk, so, and I didn't remember it, but he's been emailing me. But it, it goes something like this. Uh, i got to get into my Australian accent. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right. Uh, two Jews walk in a bar. They die. Joke over. Uh, you want another one? It only works in that accent. A, a, black, a black and a Mexican walk into a room. They get AIDS. And a joke. <laughs> and so forth. Tweet, and then you tweet do them like a didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a setup, and then everyone's dead, and then and, then, and, and a joke, and a joke, joke, and over. A joke. <laughs> uh, Steven writes in, aka Ste Boost, uh, on the Twitter. Hey guys, I have some ideas for shows on Voot Voot Zit Zit. I wrote a couple of announcements for them. Next on Voot Voot Zit Zit, hospital drama. We follow a batch of slides and swabs in a medical laboratory as they travel through the automated testing and screening facility for STIs and GUIs in our new show, Candida Camera. (laughs) You were great up until the Candida Camera pun. Uh, No, that's actually very funny. Um, And then they die. Joke over. Joke over. Then at 11, we enter the erotic world of Voot Voot Zit Zit after dark. She's a dangerous rebel with nothing to lose on the run from the law until she encountered a bored housewife in search of excitement. They share a forbidden embrace as our 3D printing erotica series continues in Sculpting Desires. Uh, that's, well, that's my attempt at humor. Well, and while I'm at it, I'll take this chance to recommend the hopeless main graphic novels for Emily. Familiar? Uh-uh. All right. Uh, they could be right up her Victorian tentacle uh, alley, 
And if Music. Bill is into more video, what? is after more video game work, I humbly suggest he track down Emily Gordon at the Gynomite, Gynomite, sorry, on Twitter. She does a games podcast for Nerdist and hosts a lot of stuff at Meltdown Comics. And seems to know everyone in the industry. Okay, enough jibber-jabber and unsolicited career advice. Thanks for the free funny. And what happened to the Mexican? Well, we found that out today. Thank you. He died. Steve. Joke over. Joke over. He went to Sacramento. And a joke. Up. Yeah. Oh, someone's calling. That is my agent. <laughs> please. Dude, take it please. Take, take it live. Take it live. Take it live. Do it live. Okay. Speaker. Hello. Oh, it's a Hi. Great radio. Okay, thank you so much. He's getting fired. All right, all right. We're moving on. Please tell me he got dropped. They passed. They you passed chocolate on you. on your microphone. You need to drop 15 pounds okay. or we're dropping you. They're going in another... They, <laughs> you're not Asian enough. <laughs> you're too Asian. You're not Asian? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay. This is, put it up to the microphone. Put it up to the mic. He's, He's leaning very far away from the microphone. He's either getting good news or really bad news. It's All right, the smiling. I, I will do whatever I need to do. Fast, ooh, there he goes. Fast talking uh, lady agent. I like it. Marty. Right, bye It's it's Shelly. Well, you have a you have a you have a, a lady very agent. Polite, um, professional voice. Oh, thank, thank you. Bye. Okay, right. I get Sorry, it. I get it. I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever needs to be done. Okay. Well, right. yeah. did you book it? I I'm on avail for a commercial. Yay. Oh, congratulations! It's my first avail in forever. Congratulations. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to do it because maybe I'll get my a free haircut out of it because I need a haircut. Mm-hmm. Nice. That was fun for the fans. That was yeah. that Sorry, was showbiz. That was showbiz in action. Someone gets a phone call and then their personality personality completely changes yeah. while they're talking to a, a Jew. I, I would imagine. No, she, my agent. Oh, I, I just call them all Jews. Yeah, but no, that was Alicia. So, how many days are you left hanging without anyone telling you whether or not you got the commercial? Uh, there might be a fitting today. Oh. Wow, that's and a good it, turnaround. Usually was, I have to wait five or six days and then figure it out for myself that yeah, I get hired. It'll either shoot tomorrow or the weekend or, never. or something like that. Yeah, that's or never. Awesome. But, um, Showbiz. Yeah, so Exciting. I, that was a last-minute audition yesterday. Let me know when I can complain the fuck out of being a commercial actor. Guys, that is Hollywood in action. There you go. That was, I'm shaking. That was so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Ash Williams here. <laughs> Book, comic books, or movies, who's your favorite villain? Uh, I can't find the Tumblr page. What's the Tumblr address? Can you share the link? Nope. No can do. Uh, uh, can they get villain. us in Turkey? Can they get a hold of this? Because I know they were spray painting DNS numbers to get around Turkey's uh, uh, shutting down of Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Can, can they? Uh, yeah. Do we have any Turkish listeners? Mm, I don't know. If you're <laughs> if you're in Turkey, why are you fucking listening to this? <laughs> get out there and <laughs> fight. The, fight the power. Fight the power. Stop yeah. listening to this nonsense. Uh, favorite villain, guys. Oh, brother. I think it's Tuesday Smornings at, uh, on the Twitter. That's tough. I really liked um, John Houston in Chinatown. Oh, yeah. He's a pretty good villain. You know, I really liked... Uh, this just came to mind. This is not a well-thought-through answer, but the truth is, if you watched uh, the last season of Sherlock, the villain that came in in the final episode, it was oh, amazing. Yeah. He was fantastic. The, the Danish guy. Or the Dutch guy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah that guy's awesome. The, the journalist or whatever he was. Yeah, like I so much cooler than Moriarty. <laughs> Moriarty bugged me. But, yeah, me um, too. But that I, guy was amazing. I think in Swamp Thing, the Plant Man um, mm, was great. Oh, Swamp yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah, Adrian Barbeau. <laughs> no, the comic book, the Alan Moore one. I know John Toddleben. Um There are better villains out there. I'm just not. Yeah. Him. I know. I mean, I can't either. Darth Vader is a classic. Oh, the Joker as well. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joker I think, is a lot of fun. Uh, the, the Killing Joke Joker was pretty awesome. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Scary as shit. Yeah. That's was that I the think. one who paralyzed? Sh- yes. Shot and paralyzed the chick. That girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. Oracle. She later became. Uh, I dare say so. <laughs> uh, by the way, oh, Ash, the Corinthian. This is a great. Do you guys question. remember the Corinthian from um, Sandman? The Corinthian's amazing. All right, Steve. I don't remember that? Other than my father, he's a terrible. <laughs> I, there terrible we man. go. Uh, that show that I turned you on to, Utopia. That was a good, good villain. Oh the, my uh, God. Where is Jessica Hyde? That yeah. guy, because yeah. as you said, he becomes more interesting. It's right. very easy to be the heavy, but he becomes you he does some of the most gruesome things to humans including right. children right and then you Whoa. care about him later on which is fascinating yes so, but, yeah yeah but my dad pretty much he's a <laughs> fucking dick um I, that is the key to making a good villain is to have somehow make them sympathetic without like a really shitty origin story you right. know right um i did like the villains in um the last uh was it the last action movie the, the schwarzenegger movie that bombed because they were, they hired generic villains to play generic villains and make fun of their genericness. Like the bad guy was British just because bad guys are British for no right. reason. And they played with those tropes in a way that made them, made them a lot of fun. Nice. I um, also like the T2000. <laughs> Will Wilkins so just cool. said that that call was the greatest moment in this morning show history. Uh, I don't know if he's... You're shaking, Marty. It's electric. Wow, it look electric. at that. He's yeah. like, oh, I can... I can oh, I yeah. Can. Ray Fiennes in Imbruge. Sorry, that's oh, my great villain. Uh, Ray yeah. finds in Schindler's List. I mean, that's a, just a chilling, chilling villain. Mm. Um, Ch- chilling villain? Chilling villain. I'm sure Gary Oldman has been something, but I've blocked that them all out. By the way, Will Wilkins, thank you for keeping us on the air. And uh, he also wants your guys' headshots and bios. Oh, also, um, I just have another great one. In, uh, in uh, Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Alan Rickman? Alan Rickman in Die Hard. Fantastic. Was he Gruber? Hans Gruber? Is that right? Sure was. Uh, okay, so thank you, Ash. That's uh, we Ms. could go Mr. on. Mr. Burns, <laughs> we can go on for hours keep and hours. Going. Yeah, uh, great question. Marty's agent. No, <laughs> no she's agent a hero. Is, she's a, a heroine. Hello, Merps. The short film Aschlag Aschlag eighty nine is finished. This yeah. is a hidden YouTube link for you. Thanks for your enthusiasm. Let us know what you think of it. I will send you guys the link. Uh, I. It's obviously, I don't think he, it's, he wants to. Not intended for public consumption. Yes. So uh, congratulations, Yako, for finishing that. Um, we will watch it, and then g- we will gush about it next week. Is there anything I can steal from it? Like any good ideas? Yes. I'm looking to I'm looking to steal All some stuff. This could be like that. For uh, your next call. I, I need, I'm out. What was that French short film that inspired 12 Monkeys? That was called. Um, something. something uh, La Jetée. Yeah. This could be the La Jetée of our generation. Oh, there you go. Chris Brown writes in, good morning, Bill, Emily. Ah, I got first billing. Yes. Ah! <laughs> the dogs and Marty. I don't think he knew you were here yet because he, he did this as, before, as the show was starting. My play has finally ended, and we had a great run of shows over the weekend. Congratulations. I'm just curious if you guys have any rituals for uh, doing perform- during performances, um, listening to music, specific meals, etc., or decompressing after a run. I just Christian try to make Saskatoon. sure I, I eat lots of power bars so I don't get hungry. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Emily? Uh, after a run, I just cry a lot. <laughs> he said rituals during performances. Oh, during performances. No, but thank you for sharing he says, <laughs> No, he says, and for decompressing after a run. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, there's something really fun to, when you're doing a, a play because, A, all of a sudden you have something to do on the weekends, which is Yay, really exciting. No, no karaoke alone. <laughs> Somewhere to be. Yeah, and then, and then we would do karaoke afterwards. And I'd Yay, be like, someone could come over and do karaoke. <laughs> Yay. Hey, guys, why don't you come over to my house and do karaoke? Uh, but then there is that sadness. Not sadness, but there's that void after doing a run. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, you know what? I, my Marty, only, that void has lasted 10 years. Yes. The, the thing I do before a, a show is I desperately go over my lines because right. I'm, I go, when I go up on my lines, it's an ugly thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really all I do. I mean, just do the entire I play. haven't done straight theater. I mean, I did a lot of improv and I did, when I was hosting the vaudeville show, it was always a one-off. So it was just keeping track of the running order and the, the gags and stretching out before any pratfalls because they hurt a lot and making sure I had my knee pads on. But it, I didn't, I haven't done a run of an actual, I did a one act, a one-off one act. Mm, not the same. I yeah. No, I, I've done one play out here and we did it two nights. And yeah, the ritual was just like, don't freak out and try not to suck because I don't know what I'm doing. There you go, Chris. No, no real. Thing. Like inside the actor's yeah, studio. Yeah, exactly. It's fascinating. Oh my God, did you see that inside the actor's studio thing that guy uh, yes. posted? Yes. Uh, Louis C.K.? Yeah, Louis C.K. was interviewed by uh, the Steve tall Steve Merchant? Yeah, Steve Merchant. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about the. He was interviewed by the tall. The tall British guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Steve, Steve Merchant. Merchant. Uh, tall and, Ricky Gervais, yeah. as he's known. The, uh, and he was saying that, um, like, the inside a- actor's studio, like, all those. Actors are nobodies, and like you know, how do we get be. to be someone like you, Sean right. Penn? And he's like, none like, of these people will ever be anything. And then one of the people was Brad, uh, Bradley Cooper. 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 Bradley yeah. Cooper. And then so there's a clip of him like, oh, my name is Bradley Cooper, and he's asking Sean Penn, you know, a question. And it's it's one of those because I know that I mean it couldn't have been planned, and uh, that he knew, you know, the picking Sean Penn for the actor studio, uh, Louis C.K. thinking of that. Was not could not have been planned, but it, it was just this wonderful bit of coincidence because then there's a mashup on on YouTube of uh, what's the movie called the American, Hustle. American Hustle, where he's just slapping the shit out of uh, yeah, yeah. Louis, Louis C.K. Yeah. It's, it's, Although I have to say, seeing Bradley Cooper as a long haired acting student asking a pretentious question, I was like, eh, I don't like you anymore. And, and then it's just like he's looking at Sean Penn like, yeah, yeah, with I can false tell. intensity. Yeah. Mm. It's like, ugh, I used to, I used to like you, dude. Uh, it's another of, fucking actor. It really felt like <laughs> I used to like you until I saw your past. <laughs> right. I saw it who is you like, were. like I, I want to ask the question just so Sean Penn looks at my face. Right. You know. John Penn looked at me. Um, Lou says I liked Bardem in Skyfall, and what the hell? I mean, Thanks, Bardem man. in in uh, No Country for Old Men. Mm. Like, that was a good mm. one. He's the bad guy in that. He's no, I'm, I misinterpreted that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think it's his his journey to get that coin. Joke over. Joke over. Kill I everyone. I like um, Mads Mikkelsen in that super uh, Casino Royale. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bleeding out of his eye. I thought that was tight. I like, um, I really like Loki in the Thor movies. Yeah, but <laughs> it's I, not which but, villain are you the most attracted to. Uh, that is my answer for that question. Darren mentioned Gary Oldman from The Professional. Sure. That's one of the hackiest performances. It's horrible. Of all time. It is fucking horrible. I mean, I, it's a, it's hilarious. And no, it's, it's terrible. It, it is it, one of the dis- discreet pleasures of my early life. Looking him in the eye, going, "That fucking movie sucks." He's like, "Oh, really?" I'm like, "You're fucking horrible in it," and he agreed. He's like, 
just it's just a lot of screaming and yeah it's, it's yell acting that was uh he was uh drunk in every scene and living with Isabella Rossellini so That'll can you imagine you what about uh, Cumberbatch in the disappointing Star Trek sequel I just he was good movie was awesome he, I don't think he was that great in it oh I liked him. I thought he was in an entirely different movie than everybody else yeah he was in a good movie and everyone else was in a schlocky piece of shit sequel oh god that movie was shit <laughs> I thought I thought he was I thought he was great um. So that's the mail sack. Closing mail sack sting. Go. Yay! <laughs> Nicely good. done. I got it. I got my A game. Can we go along? I got. I'm now. I'm, I'm awake. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I thought there was a question about RPGs in the mail sack. That was the, that was the one that we talked about. We're, now we have to play one. We're gonna oh. the one. Will you play an RPG and record it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aren't you excited? Come on, look excited. <laughs> That's the most excited I've seen her look in a long time. Oh, it'll be fun. We'll have dice. <laughs> and we'll so, Marty, have- now, now that you're employed, yeah, well, I'm not. No, I'm on available. You're, you're potentially employed. Potentially employed. Are yeah. you? Uh, are you out looking for ladies? Um, are you I, still? Are you still a, a monk's life for you? Uh, like a I, trappist over here making I'm, hot sauce instead of dating. I've been trolling the Tinder. You know, I've, I've been in a relationship too long. What? You, you guys are familiar with Tinder. I, I know what you're trying. I am actually Tinder. not familiar with Tinder. So, uh, to the surprise of no one. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a dating app, and it just shows. It's be- not a dating app. It's a hookup app. No, I, I've never hooked up on it. That doesn't mean <laughs> it's not a hookup app. No, I, are you I sure you're not using Grinder? You might have downloaded the wrong oh, app. There oops. you go. Yeah, it's just a bunch of hairy guys keep showing up. <laughs> are you Cthul- Cthulhu? Yeah. No. Um, Joke no. over. <laughs> Joke. Nah, nah, I tried. So the uh, the way Tinder works is it just shows available people in a radius and sends you their picture. But Jesus Christ, it's like a, it's like a rape well. locator. Like, no, but it's like women cruise around your van. Women don't like the women that I have met on that don't aren't looking for hookups. But it is a way. Uh, to find out who's in your area and who, but it shows them geographically. So on, you can on get map. in their area. It's GPS yeah. oriented. Yeah, it's like that scene in Aliens with uh, with beep, the beep beep beep. Like, Ten meters, beep, we're beep, right above beep, us, beep, man. Game over, game, game over, joke man. over, man. She's in the house. Oh, that's just Maria Bella. Uh, Maria Bella. Fuck, fucked it up already. No, damn it. Yeah, maybe I'm done. So uh, Maria Bamford. That's her. Yeah. She's in the house, man. She might be. Yeah, she might be downstairs. Yeah. If she walked in here right now, that would be. This would be the greatest podcast ever. That would be funny. Um, punches me in the face and walks out. <laughs> Joke over. Joke over, bitch. Uh, yeah, and so I've met really nice people on on there, and you haven't made out with any of them. Uh, I won. Hey, but, no. but that was out like on the second date. Tongue. Um, no. Did you have to talk about it first? <laughs> no, no, we talked about it. Come? I can hear the rules. Uh, no, because most you don't have to really kiss me. You know, <laughs> I mean, I w- I'm not averse to a hookup, but I haven't had that, in, ex- you know, that experience. But so, I- when you go through a, would you say you're in a dry spell? No, sexually. No. Uh, I mean, yes, by definition. But no, no. I'm just, I, it's not. A, I'm not insulting you. I'm just, no, no, no. But, but I'm just I'm, judging you. Yeah, you haven't no, had no, sex no, in a while, I, but I'm, you're not I'm, necessarily I'm, actively seeking it. Right, well, right. Exactly. But so, I, what I'm getting at is, so how do you deal with that? I, what, you really want to know the answer to that? Do, yeah. Do you not know about listless ma- masturbation? Have you not listened to the show? I, I Bad know. question. No, um, but I mean, like, I want to know your routine. I want to know. <laughs> I masturbate. I don't. 
Like, in like, bed, in the shower. To know this. Nobody wants, nobody cares this about that. This is good that. stuff. No. He's, he's turning. It's just like one hand is on the mic while I'm singing the Bee Gees, yeah. and the other hand is on, on my mic just handling. <laughs> doing, doing, doing the harmonies? Doing the harmonies. I like that. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's basically how it works. Okay. And then there's some, some sort of, you know, boxed sangria that's. No, I don't do sangria. I was always worried as a single man um, that the earthquake would come and then it would uh, they'd find me in my room with tissues everywhere <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, a bottle of lotion. Like I was like, shit, I have to cl- I have to do like a, a cleanup after. I, so I told no you one... about how I was working uh, building web pages for a tech company surrounded by fetish videos, stacks and stacks of videotapes of fetish videos. Because <sighs> I, I was working in the like they literally put me in like the the supply closet. <laughs> And I was just like staring at these videotapes, going, "I hope there's not an earthquake." And my, you know, my mother finds me just <laughs> yeah. dead, covered in, you know, fetish tape. He was killed by <laughs> an by avalanche foot, of uh, fe- fetish, foot fetish videos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sad. And it's like I, I was. It was a legitimate website. It was not like porn or anything like that. But why? So why do they have all fetish videos in there? Because there was also a company that do, did porn. <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay. there was a guy who was. Uh, he just had this huge scanner that was filled with slides that would scan in porn because this is pre-digital you know, photography. Oh, they were taking old-school porn and then they were yeah, digitizing it. Digitizing oh, it. Oh, that's and, fun. And he taught me how to, to do layers in Photoshop. Look at you. <laughs> on, on, like, women's genitals. Oh, right. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, if you got dust and scratches, this is how you do it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> Marvelous. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's the more you know. The more you know. But you're you're out there. You're trying to get. Uh, you're trolling Tinder. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, look at you. You're having a good Tuesday already. I know. I know. It's like um, showbiz called. Yeah. I like Hollywood it. called. Hollywood gave a, gave a buzz. You know, I went to a party recently, and somebody said to me, uh, "You should stop acting." Whoa! All of your friends think you should stop acting. Ooh. Was this your mom? Uh, it <laughs> might as well have been. Yeah. Somebody said that to you? Yeah. And it was, you know, maybe it was the alcohol, but I was just... And, you know, what do you say to that? What did what? They, was it out of concern? Did they think that it was making he, he, you unhappy? He thought that, like, he thought that... Or did he, he was, see you perform and go, Ugh. He was, thought he was doing me a solid, you know? He was drunk. Uh, there was alcohol. Okay, yeah. This isn't just like, hey, what are you up to? Nothing. Oh, you should quit acting. Like, that wasn't... But honestly, ever since then, every day, I wake up thinking, you should stop acting. Jesus. Ugh, it just sucked. But um, oh, what, did you, what was your immediate response, I other s- than pounding this person with your fist? Yeah, I just said, thanks. Thanks. What does this person do for a living? Uh, I, I cannot say. Sure you can. <laughs> Ooh. I still not. I know who it is. Uh, they were, uh, they're, they're a producer. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's a, it was a bummer. It was but, Dan, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> yes. And now I have to, uh, I can say, I, I did a Samsung commercial. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I kissed a girl on stage. Yay. I wish someone would tell me that. I'd be like, oh, really? Get get out? Quit. Cool. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I keep, uh, I'm looking for the signs to yeah. tell me to do way, something Way else. to bring the podcast down. Sorry, guys. Ooh, I was talking about beating off. You no, were no, talking. Yeah. Oh, you. Yeah. yeah. I, did, I was building you up you're having a fucking rock star day yeah um yeah it's a good it's a good week uh so yeah hey would you guys ever go to mars nope nope yeah 
Okay, so here's here's the situation. So right now it's what you know, it's like a, a six month space journey to get there, mm-hmm. and you'll probably have to live there for years on end with like maybe three other people. I don't know what the thing is, you know. And then do I have to kiss anybody? You don't have to kiss <laughs> okay, anybody. I'm down. And you, you know, it, you can't have a phone conversation with anybody. It's just all just like sort of send it there, send it back. It takes you know 18 hours or something like that. To, mm-hmm to um, get a message to somebody. So um, you wouldn't be able to speak with your family one-on-one for, let's say, five years. Mm-hmm. And you're on this other planet, and you have to, you're stuck in basically a room this size for the next five years. But you're on another planet. Would you do it? Um, how good are the acting opportunities? No. <laughs> you have a captive audience. Yeah. <laughs> it's for a Samsung commercial. You're on, you're on hold. They're shooting it on Jupiter, but we're going to keep you. What, 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 Big fish, what? small pond. Well, because this yeah, is something. Very like, small pond. You know, they had Only a, fish, a call pond. for. Uh, Mars for, is number one actor. Mars astronauts. And like 250,000 people signed up. You know? Don't you want to yeah. get off this planet? Uh, yeah, but I don't know if I want to do it for five years on end. And, and like the t- I hear the Tinder audience is really small on Mars. Is it? Yeah. It's just, Yeah. Someone tying a handkerchief on the side of their, their neck. Oh, yeah, yeah. good to go. Down to fuck. DTF. Cool. Super. Would you have access to the latest episodes of Zoot Zoot Bip Bip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Would, would podcasts be available for us up there? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, then yeah. If you get podcast, fuck it. Oh, uh, yeah. Mark Maron. No, no, nothing yeah. going on on Earth. Yeah. Um, would you? No. Okay. But, I mean, to sit in a room and say I'm on Mars? Right. That's I'd, basically what you would be doing. For five but, years is a bit much. I need to do, I need a project. Right. What, what are still, we doing? You'll have puzzles. Go to Hawaii. You will you're have puzzles. Are we setting up a, a theater company in, no, in, on you're, Mars? Yeah, you're building up. We're doing uh, Tis Pity, She's a Whore on uh, the dark side of. I, I, no, I don't. I don't <laughs> there has to be some purpose. Yeah. Why are they sending these ding dongs there now? Just because they want to colonize Mars? Well, well, that that's you know, we need to. They need test subjects, and we need to expand our our knowledge of the universe. There's another planet. The we monkeys can were like, no, I'm not going. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean we we gain a lot from as a society by exploring other planets. And but they're doing some sort of science experiments yeah, there. They're not yeah. they're not just sitting in a room. No, but list, you're listening you're, you're to looking this for podcast. life. You're you're trying to confirm you know our our what sustainability and Mars's sustainability for the human race. Yeah, if we could terraform it and stuff like that. Beating the Russians there. Yeah, mm. I do it. Five years. Eh, five years. You're, when you're old, five years is nothing. You blink, five years goes right. by. Yeah, I got it. All right, I'll do it. All right, cool. We're doing it. Hey, we <laughs> solved something today. Bill, you can be ground control for us, okay? No problem. All right. <laughs> what were you saying about Hawaii? I'd rather go there than Mars. Mm. <laughs> I haven't been there yet. Uh, well, I mean, I haven't been to Mars either, but I'd rather go to Hawaii first. What, what's stopping you? Maybe after I go to Hawaii, I'll, I'll look at Mars. Um, what is stopping you from, from going to Mars? Uh, going to Hawaii. Well, it's not free. I think I'm going in January of next year. Nice. With oh. my family. Oh, that's good. Well, um, what else you guys got? I've got nothing. I told you I was busy this week. so I'm... Oh, here, I just want to get this off my chest because it fucking pisses me off. <laughs> I had a lousy commercial callback experience that I don't need to go into. It was stupid and obnoxious. They said they wanted comedic music, musical com- comedy duos. <laughs> Funny bass. So I went in. I went in with the guy I'm in a band with because we both. Yeah, we both on Second City. We're in a band together. We know music. Uh, they told us to go nuts and bounce off the walls. We had a fucking amazing 
audition. We had so much fun. They called us back, and the first thing they do is say, okay, you guys aren't going in together. And then the next thing they do is tell us, okay, we've changed all the lyrics. And the next thing they do is team me up with a guy who has no rhythm. And the next thing they do is tell you, uh, don't go nuts, don't do any dancing, just stand still. The song is funny. You don't have to do anything. So it was just like chipping away, throwing curveball after curveball and chipping away at everything that made anything about the audition fun until we just all went home completely dejected and irritated. So I was in bad, I was pissed off already about commercials. Was that the iced tea one? Yeah. I I went in for that. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking annoying. It was ridiculous. But he's um, not, not going to talk about the. <laughs> that's the setup for what really happened. <laughs> okay. So I was already in a, in a crank space about <laughs> commercial commercial acting in the commercial world and and how inefficient and obnoxious it is and how much they throw at you and expect from you and how little they respect you. And I go in for this one where it's a golfer and a caddy and uh, there's dialogue and it's somewhat technical. It's like a uh, uh, investment company, so you know I have to learn some stuff I don't talk about every day. So I had to learn some new. Phrases and stuff. So I'm, I'm just gonna doing the dialogue that they don't give you ahead of time. They only give it to you minutes before. Uh, and then like, any, any any golfers here? Any golfer? Oh, you're all caddies. Uh, okay. Well, uh, tell you what, you two are up next, and Bill, why don't you just be the golfer? It's like, uh, okay. So now I have to be a totally different character because they were they were playing opposites. Totally different character. Totally different dialogue. Still complicated. Totally different pit. And as I'm walking in, I'm learning the dialogue, and we go in and slate. And they're like, oh, so how's your golf swing? And I was like, fuck you. Like, I'm taking one for the team. I've already had four curveballs in the 30 seconds between when my name got called and when I'm being put on camera. You're not even going to give me the, the benefit of giving me the heads up that I'm going to be asked about my fucking golf swing? I'm taking one for the team. I'm supposed to be the fucking caddy. My golf swing sucks. Bill's right. I didn't get called back. Did you get to go Bill's out for the right. caddy at least? No. Oh. And then they didn't let me read for the caddy, which is the reason I was there. And the, the character I was right for, oh, I you just know, hate this fucking commercial... Acting the, industry. Yeah, the funny thing for it. that that iced tea commercial is we had to sign an NDA, a non oh, right. a non disclosure agreement for an iced tea company because it's a new flavor. Mm. Oh my gosh! And you know, I think it was like peach. I'm not afraid to talk about it because you're violating your NDA. I, I, I am absolutely doing that. I'd call Imagine my lawyer. Imagine that an iced tea company coming out with peach iced tea. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, the iced tea world is. Getting rocked off its hinges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is a terrible business. I, hate, well, I mean, acting is tough. Hollywood is tough. It's all no, tough. but the commercial, but the uh, commercial world in particular, yeah, it's just nightmarish. And I've had a lot of luck in it. And I actually had a re- contract renegotiation recently that has made my life a lot easier. So I really shouldn't complain. Yeah, but it's just it's maddeningly inefficient. And I, I t- right after that callback, I had a meeting with the director who. His bread and butter is commercials, but he's doing much more interesting stuff now. And I asked him, like, just for a little bit of insight. And he said, it's so bad in terms of, because, because you have so many people to please. You have the directory of the, the ad agency that wrote the thing, and then you have the client that's paying for it. And it's just too many cooks. He said, it's so bad. I once was directing a commercial where they couldn't decide between the darker guy and the blonde guy. So they cast them both, and I had to shoot the exact same commercial twice. And they didn't give me an extra day to do it. I just had to, sh- I had to and- shoot a commercial and then send one guy home, bring the other one in, and shoot the exact same commercial, same setups, all over again so they could sit with the final product and decide it was going to be the blonde guy or the dark-haired guy. Oh, my God. Uh, it's like, way to have vision and creativity, you fucking hacks. So th- this weekend I was writing um, a couple commercial scripts uh, for a director I work for, and it is just crazy the discussions you get into uh, like about stupid things. Like One of them was for a video game, and, and we just spent a half an hour discussing what it meant to have anti-gravity, you know, 
And like, we, and like, he just, we couldn't come together and then like defining the rules. And like, for a stupid fucking commercial, we spent a half an hour discussing whether that, you know, that if you went upside down, does the entire world go upside down or just, or anyhow, it's just so stupid. And he doesn't even have the job yet. I mean, he probably won't get it, but it's just like, and then just thousands and thousands of dollars just to get this job. Right. And then they'll spend thousands more and then, you know, just to sell iced tea video games. A friend of mine spent a month, uh, he's a top shelf editor. He did role models, a bunch of great uh, comedy films. He spent a month cutting an entire campaign for a major technology company. Um, And they killed the campaign when the whole thing, when five spots were in the can and sent back. They're like, eh, millions and millions of dollars, hundreds and hundreds of people Put on. I mean, you're you're not that put out if you're a crew guy because you get your day's pay. It doesn't matter if it airs or not. You don't get residuals. But the actors who had to go through audition, callback, I, I, yeah. avail, I did booking one. it, acting, performing, giving it your best, and then you don't even hear from them. It's just never the campaign is just dead. You never hear. It's just, it's, I did a, a, uh, a commercial. It was a Hyundai car commercial, and it, it was in takes place in a snowstorm. And so I went up to you know just to Valencia or above there, and they had they built a whole road. Full of, and they had snowmakers going all day, and we shot two nights, and so shooting at night, all, man-made snow, just you know, like a, a quarter-mile stretch of they had to blanket in snow, and they spent millions of dollars. They shot four different commercials, e- of all of equal uh, production, and none of them aired, like because the agency was just like, mm, or the client was like, no, no, I don't like it. It's Unbelievable! But, but it's just a bunch of cowards. It's a bunch of people who don't have the guts to say know. this is what I want. I mean, th- it is, a very or the guts to trust to, to say you are who I want. And I trust you to make something interesting. The fact that they waste this amount of money and still have an industry means that it does, it is working. You know, like they they sell product. I mean, so that's just how it goes. But it's so just creepy that how. It's mad. It's mad, and but, I hate. I hate the cog that we are. That's and that's how I make machine. my money. Everybody. I know. That's how I make my <laughs> yeah. living. That's yeah. how. I, that's primarily how I make my living. It's fucking maddening. I can't so, stand it. Steve, it is hiring season right now, right? Is that correct? Staffing season. Staffing season. Yes, sir. Yes. And what is that? It's uh, all the networks are picking up their shows for next year. So all the pilots have been shot, and they're meeting, including iZombie. iZombie, which was, I read is good. Oh, really? Um and uh yeah they meet with ding dongs to fill out staff writer rooms and you know it's, it's yeah and and how is it going for you just reading uh, yeah, oh you haven't met on anything no yet. no no it's like in the next couple of weeks okay nice oh, uh, and what what looks good besides i zombie that's uh, that's dan's show by the way yes Sh- uh, rid, uh written by rob thomas and yeah. diane ruggiero yeah it was good nice uh, both friends of the show all friends of the show all friends of mine um most of it's bad, but um, that's to be expected. It's mm-hmm. always like, I think I read this show before. In fact, some of them are just shows that were passed on last year, and then another network picked up, and I'm like, I've, this exact same... Uh, that's, uh, that's Benched. Yeah, that's exactly. So Benched is a show that Maria Bamford's on? Yes. And how is that one? That one's good. Yeah, I, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm in the fog. Like, I've right. read too many things. Right. So every, you know... And it's something that I always prided myself in as a as a younger reader. I would read everyone's script. If you gave me a script or a huge studio for someone I was working for, I would read it all the way through. 
And mm. I, now I'm just like, I, I can't. Ten pages. I, I read something by a dude I know who I think was nominated for an Academy Award or something recently. And I'm like, this is dog shit. With typos, too. Like, come on, Oscar. Let's, let's go. Let's get yeah, some- I mean, you think that you know, these agencies send this stuff out, right? Or the production companies. Yeah. Uh, you'd think that they would have some, like, you know, fresh out of college film school guy who would proof that. There least. are dudes that will do that, or lady, or yeah. whatever. Like, that's, yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm. Uh, or is he just like, I don't give a fuck about typos. I have an Academy Aaron, Award nomination. Aaron, uh, or what's his name? Uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Aaron Sorkin. He can't fucking spell. Yeah. He doesn't Tarantino know what Tarantino is a terrible spell. Tarantino, it's like a child writing. Do they like, still use manual typewriters like uh, Joey Esterhouse? No, no, no. I mean, I just read some. I, I read that script that Tarantino was mad about because it, it got out. Oh, and yeah. It's just filled with typos and yeah. filled with like. This. But, but he's notorious for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's it's fun. You can read ten scripts a day. And go, who fucking bought this? What is <laughs> like? What the? F- Welcome to your new family. Remember, like you know, there's crappy sitcom ideas and um, really bad hour longs. But I'm saving the net the uh, the cable stuff. For the end, like HBO, and right. there's actually a, a Showtime pilot I read last year that I think they're making called The Affair, and it's a playwright chick who I think wrote on Homeland, and it's really, really good. Oh, good. It's well, that's, like, that's it's hard like a drama. To know that good. It writing. won't work. It will. It will die because it doesn't. It's not like you know, not high, hooky. It's not high concept. It's not just an, it's, it's two time periods of a, of a of a marriage falling apart and an affair with a woman and. It's really well done. It was right. just like uh, I was engaged. That's very sounds very Pinteresque. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, you know, I, I you read so much uh, formulaic uh, shit what, tripe. What are they called when they're cops and they're trying to find something out? Procedurals. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> shit, shit, tripe. They're redoing. Procedurals. They're doing Agatha Christie, but she's you know a young, young New and York, hot. young and hot, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I know. Just skip to Act Five. You'll find out who the killer is. It's right. just boring. Um, but other than that, yeah, everything's great. Yeah, I mean, why would you need more procedurals when you've got you have suits? Are there still and, crimes out there to the be solved? I mean, surely. I'm all caught up with suits and the mentalists, so no worries here, guys. Oh boy, and and uh, Hannibal. Have you guys seen a Young Doctor's Notebook? It's BBC no, with John with Hamm the, yeah, and Daniel Radcliffe. Is it's it good? wonderful. It's based on uh, Mikhail Bulgakov's short stories. Yeah, yeah. All right. I it's on really Netflix. Right yeah, now. Daniel Radcliffe is so good. I had no idea that he I was that you were good. Say short. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's good. He's really ta- like I. I didn't know that he was. I had no idea that he was talented. And it's 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 darkly funny, right? Oh, it's very dark. It's very gruesome as well. Is all right, that guys, the is Hollywood calling? Yeah. Is that Hollywood, Hollywood calling? Um, uh, uh, all right, guys. Uh, uh, sorry, our priorities. Oh, wait, I, I don't care about you as much as I care about. My career. Uh, he's leaving us. He's leaving us. He's, he's gotten up. And oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we can say what we want now. He's right. gotten up and he's walked away from the table. Uh, Marty is taking a call from his agent in the living room. He's visibly nervous. Um, he sounds he, disappointed. His voice changes. His demeanor it's, changes. It's hard to tell if it's disappointment or just humility. It, we really need the video now. At this now. point, this it could go either way. He may one or time may not have booked the job. Given that he's still on the phone, he's either being consoled by his agent or giving details for a fitting, because he's been booked. What Marty doesn't know is that his <laughs> character is going to be replaced by a handsome Caucasian. They're going to shoot the him with, hour. With, a, with a black guy as well and throw out Marty's footage. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's really nervous. Is he pacing? In this is exciting. Marty's, this is the most exciting. Marty's pacing. Oh, it's wrapping up, everybody. It's wrapping up. 
I hear I, that is the agent. That is a, a female's voice. I hear. <laughs> oh, this is exciting. Oh, Radio Land, you must I'm, be on the edge of your seats. I'm trying to read the truth in his eyes, but it's difficult because he's Asian. <laughs> hey, do any of these listeners have gears in their ears? Huh? Marty, he's did coming you, back to it? the microphone, ladies and gentlemen. Did you get it? He's going to get the report. No, you, you lost it already. Yeah, <laughs> they passed on you. They cast a skinnier white guy. Oh, yeah. you're not white. <laughs> <laughs> You know what a gear is in, in the ear? You know, all the kids are wearing gears. Is that those big hole things? Yes. Yeah. I finally saw a, a lady who didn't have her gear in, and I saw the, the flappy. Is it just sad? It's really sad. But I've never seen it without the gear. And I, I just. It, it, Did you just yawn directly into the microphone? Yep. Is that a sound of it? <laughs> That's how she, what she thinks about your gear That's talk. That's no end. <laughs> Marty. All right, guys. The, uh, yeah, everyone's I, sitting on the edge of their seats. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Did I, you get it? I booked it. Hey! Yeah. This is a national network spot for Samsung. That's wow. very exciting. Nice. Yeah. And Show is, that guy. <laughs> which is ironic because I just lost... Uh, I interviewed for a job working for Samsung last week in a, in a trade show. The corporate one? Corporate one. Yeah, I know you didn't get it. You did? Yeah, I knew. I knew over the weekend. Did you really? Yeah. You heard from... Yeah. Nice Mountain? I didn't want to say anything. Oh, I, I knew. I, I knew. Yeah. Yeah. But I knew before you. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell me. I just got a sense. Of it. I know. Yeah. It's well, just weird knowing Marty didn't get something at like a dinner party. And I'm like, oh. Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll talk about but that. But it's good. You, uh, yeah, uh, God yeah. closes a window. I was and about to opens. say, fuck you, Samsung. Now I love you, Samsung. You make a hell of a product. Yes. I'm, I use one every day. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. This is a very interesting, weird, crazy <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with us and the phone problems and the, um, all the other... And Marty's career future unfolding before our very eyes. Yes. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting Did one. you like my professional golf PGA play-by-play voice? That was good. I can bring it back next week. All right. <laughs> bring it back every week. Uh, and please come back every week. We are at Nooner Dan Marty, Nooner Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can tweet us at all our names. And what's your name again? It's Tweeterson, sir. Sorry. I was thinking Twatterson. It's okay. Uh, Emily O'Hara, Stephen Kruger, Marty Yu, Dan Etheridge, DJM Master. And, um, yeah, please go to the Indiegogo campaign page if you haven't already. Thank you, Tyson and Darren, for um, keeping the Tumblr alive. And thank you guys for keeping us uh, apprised of your actions on Twitter. Marty booking a national commercial live on the air. Woo! We will see you next Tuesday. Marty is trying to find the string. Yeah! I'm that box. I'm that box.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Thank you.